You are now listening to Nerd Rage Radio with Bobby Skullface and Adam Russman. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only and may not fit with your sensitive sensibilities. You may be a victim of meaningless outrage or you may, in fact, be a big ninny pants. If this is the case, please feel free to turn it off now. This is no country for ninny meat ninny pants. So crack open the mountain dew. Make sure the cheese dough are super fresh. Bring your mother's basement. It's Nerd Rage Radio. And welcome to episode 183 of Nerd Rage Radio. We are dolphinless today. Yeah, I know. So to my right is Mr. Bobby Skullface. There are endangered species. They are. Okay. <laughs> to my left is Mr. Chris Pinkerton. If you're nasty. That's right. And I'm Adam Russman. And you know what, man? I was kind of upset that we weren't recording yesterday. Because I was on my way. Yeah, you were in the zone. I was in the zone. I was, fe- I was feeling good, like Dina Simone. And uh, I was like, all right, man, cool. I don't have much to talk about, but I just feel like getting into the, to the mode. Into the shits. And so like, I called Bobby up, and I was like, hey, man, what's going on? And he's like, oh, man, I'm fucking editing the shit out of this video. And in my head, is like, I should just pop by. But he's working. I don't want to be distracted. I don't want to be a burden. I don't want to be a burden, Bobby. Oh, we, I would have worked something out. I know you would have. I would have worked something out. Yeah, but it's I always mean, a pleasure. You, you, you sounded stressed out. That fucking video, that Overlord video, was yeah. uh, when I brought it into the computer. It was an hour long. Holy shit! And the video is twenty-seven minutes. So that's I like wow. four hours. Four hours of editing, at least. Yeah, at least. It was. Uh, I think it was a total. Uh, the total time of it from from the beginning to end was. 7 hours. Yeah. And you know, that's for 10 cents worth of views. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's more than that people. Yeah. But it's right. but it's right you know, yeah. 12 12 cents. 12 cents. There's a day, bro. There's a day. YouTube's heyday. Um been an interesting week for me unrelated to nerd stuff as I can't really go into but it's funny as fuck. I told you offline. Mm. Dude, people are fucking morons, man. You know what I've Agreed. noticed? I've noticed. Tell me. You, you know those guys that you can't, that you literally can't tell anything. You know what I mean? Like as soon as you start talking about whatever, they'll just like complete your sentence with like, "Oh well, actually, it's the uh, actually." Yeah, you know, you know, you know the people I'm talking oh, about. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, dude, I, you, I can't stand it. Actually, yeah. I, yeah. I, every time Jana says it, I say, "And what does actually make me want to do?" And she says, "Smack me in the face." <laughs> Too much. I mean, I've never, I've never, I've never put my hands on her, but she knows that. Like, like just because I, I would, I'll kick this shit. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'll shake I'll the rest, shit out no, of her. No, 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 no. I'll roundhouse that. Back hook the shit out of her. <laughs> <laughs> That's a callback. Just say, hey, get down or lay down. <laughs> um. Any, anyway, but those people I find have the least amount of common sense. And will, and given the proper opportunity, will do the most boneheaded, dumbass shit imaginable. And have you ever noticed that sometimes those people with that mentality are in positions of authority, and and you wonder <laughs> how did this happen? It's funny you said that because that's exactly what okay. I'm, what I'm talking about. I kind of figured that exactly. Might be, yeah, that might yeah. be uh, yeah. something you were talking about. Oh, it's so funny, man. It's so funny. Um, but I had a good day today. As far I got, I got a, a project that I'm working on. Yeah, you got good energy today. Got good energy. Uh, a buddy of mine, um, it's, actually, it's actually a good story. Like, we were colleagues, and he was my boss. We hated each other. Um, then he wasn't my boss. Then he was my boss again. We kind of mended fences. Hey, and, and now we're, hey, yeah. I'm not your boss. 
And then you were lovers. I'm not your boss anymore. We were lovers for a little bit. Okay. He's a bit of a silver fox. So there's that. <laughs> um, but then I hadn't seen him for a while, and he actually he actually helped me transfer to a new section, and I ended up getting promoted. Um, and 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 it was kind of and, and like not for nothing, man. Before I came back to him, I fought a tooth and nail, and like I didn't. I put some stuff out on Front Street. I was like, I don't want to go back to work for this guy. X, Y, Z, here are the reasons. And I put it on paper. I was, like, I was like, no, I'm not. This guy's done some bad stuff. And actually, he came to me. He's like, listen, you're right. I was fucked up. I was I was hitting the bottle. I've gotten help. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's, oh, yeah. that's impressive oh, that yeah. someone's oh, willing yeah. to come out and say that. And uh, like, at first, I was like, yeah I, don't, yeah, I don't care. I don't fucking trust you. But like, he earned my trust, earned my respect. We patched everything up. And uh, nice. so, yeah, it was, good. it was cool, man. It's, it's, it... I will say one thing. If you fuck up with me, right, and you and you own that fuck up and you come back and you're like, I'm a better person for it, I've got more respect for you than somebody who's never fucked up at all. Because mm. that person's just lucky. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, and they've never been tested. You know? And, and, and it's very, it's, it is a very few and far between, 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 I can't say it right. Between? Between. 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 Trait. Betwixt, um, betwixt, uh, but it, it does it does happen, and when it does, it's, it's impressive. And I've actually got two other situations right now where somebody who's in trouble right now is not going to own it. I can tell, and then somebody who did something similar <clears throat> is is totally going to own it, and he's going to be he's going to be better for it around the corner once he gets through it. So there's that. But I guess, in, I guess I'm getting better news this week myself. Really, I do. I have a meeting with the uh, mother-in-law. No, 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 no! I'm letting that ship. I'm letting that ship sail. She did. Uh, she just. I, she did ask to take my kids to vacation this week or uh-huh. this year again on Father's uh, Day. But she didn't plan it on Father's Day. Oh, so look there's, at that! There's a little bit of progress. Growth. There's a little bit of growth. Look at that progress. Yeah. Um, so is this leaving Bobby home alone again? No, no. Because I'm going to tell you something. Bobby home alone is wild as fuck. <laughs> You're well, like it, a fucking. You're like a fucking kid that gets locked in a goddamn toy store. I think sometimes. <laughs> Why is that? I don't know. It's like you told me. You're like I don't. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Nobody's around. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that I, I get a, a little bit of. Um, <clears throat> um. You ever have those moments where you're you're like, oh my god, I could do this and 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 then you do nothing and then you do nothing. That's that's what that's what I get like. You get a little case of the blues sometimes when talking to you. When you're talking to me, when you're like home alone, you got nothing. Well, going when on. I'm alone, that's what. Yeah, yeah that's what yeah. I was. You know, like that's my biggest. You know, like the more time I spend with me, yeah, the less happy. Well, I the am. image of a some a kid in a in a the toy store by themselves is not. Maybe not a toy store. Maybe like a, um, a department store. May, maybe that. Like yeah, well, well, the lights are out and it gets kind of spooky. Yeah. <clears> okay, I'll take that. Maybe I'll buy that. If you buy that, if you think about it in the sense of. Uh, a uh, kid in a toy store left alone with no money, maybe. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just going to jump into my Norway because I've been talking already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't that's wa- what you were doing. Yeah, I know. I just, well, I, just, I just got excited. I just do <laughs> so excited. Um, I haven't really watched any more shows. I'm working on this documentary. It's called like Beyond the Curve or Behind the Curve or Above the Curve. It's about flat earthers. Oh, really? It's on Netflix. Okay. It was riveting. I had to stop. <laughs> Riveting. I had to stop though because I had to go to bed. I was like, I, was like, I can't. I was like, I'm so tired right now. But I, I, it was, it was key. Like normally, if I turn something on to go to bed, like within three minutes, I'm out. My main I had issue. To turn this off. My main issue with a lot of the flat Earth arguments is when I sit and listen to them, I just don't find them to be very well rounded. Well, you know, I, <laughs> actually, I was about to say I, I would probably put that in my queue, but I don't know if I get around to it. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, you know what? The bell curve on the intelligence of those people is somewhat questionable. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. At least in a roundabout way. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, you know, listen to those around the corner. Yeah. Sure. You, know, you know, they're usually they're usually I, decent people. No. You know? Of course. Yeah. 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 Um, but it was a it was a downward slope of watching this <laughs> film. <laughs> Anyway, I haven't finished it yet. I will, I will, I will report to you how well-rounded of a documentary it how is. How long you know, is this that you haven't finished it? I'm curious. I mean, it's like a, it's like a full movie. It's like two hours. Okay. Well, they've yeah. always got their signs and shit, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. They, everywhere I go, I see like a flat earth people or whatever. Yeah. Like, they really get around town. Yeah. You know? you know, I'm over the apex <laughs> of the film, though, you know? Sure. So there's that. Sure. So, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, it's, it's, it's winding down. So <clears throat> not, a big, not a big deal. It's just such a circular argument. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I, you know. would, would you recommend the documentary so far? I give it a spin. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's good shit, guys. Um, other than that, I, I have sold ninety uh, percent of my Warhammer forty k stuff. That's not my Space Wolves, my my forty k Space Wolves, mm-hmm. which is a a huge amount of models. Mm-hmm. So almost. Uh, I, I could probably clear out one whole case that's six foot by four foot, five shelf, fucking 20 inch deep case. Weird flex, but okay. Weird. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> uh, and now I've started to sell some stuff that's like new in box that I've been keeping for years. Uh-huh. Like, like limited you, editions. How's the return on it? How do you feel? Dude, I, I feel fucking free. I do, man. It feels great. It feels great. Because like, <clears throat> I do feel bad because I do feel like I, I let Joe down a little bit with not getting his stuff done as fast as I wanted to. And part of the reason is I move my paint area 30 fucking times a month to try to get, like, the feng shui right. But there's so much shit to do. It's like, I could do this, I could do this, I could do this, I could do this, and you get nothing done. Yeah, it's fucking stressful, man. Are you still are you still locked out of the uh, guest room, for lack of a better term? No, no. It's, uh, yeah, Alex has moved out. It's like it's like a. But you were talking about giving it to someone else, or I was still. Well, my brother was going to move in because I really liked it when it was a painting room. Like it, did, I did too. It did I did have too. A, um, there was a, there was like a creative energy in there, well, like the, the sliding glass door, and you could see outside. And yeah, it's kind of tucked a, away. It's in not a, a bad, you know. And I and I might and we might go back to pushing it around. I don't know. What the fuck? Oh, this is this chick that I wanted to buy some artwork from. Um, Boy, that could have gone this several was, directions. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. but but so and I like the lounge too. Like I like that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the lounge is actually in the other area, which is even it actually would be perfect for podcasting now oh, yeah. because it's nice. It's nice and tight. Like you can get a camera shot in with both couches, like face to face. So I'm actually thinking about eventually, like when we get new mics, and I can bring these mics back. Mm-hmm. Figuring out something to, to hook it back up and rock some 30k, dude. I'm, I, I want to do it, man. But it's just it's it's difficult, man. It's getting it's difficult getting people coordinated. Um, and you gotta get you gotta you gotta have some Skype action. Just, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, anyway, so I've, I've I mean I've been selling shit on Facebook, dude. And I gotta give a mad props, this dude. Like, so I had this one item that's super rare. You know, it's usually going for like two hundred two hundred. 200 bucks, 250 bucks, sometimes 300 bucks. And I was like, listen, man, I want 150 for it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it was reasonable. I'm making a little bit of profit on it, but mm-hmm. like nothing, nothing crazy. I had two of them and one already built and painted. So I had fucking ridiculous extras. Mm-hmm. So a guy hit me up. He's like, hey, man, yeah, I'll take it. Do you have anything else from this, 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 this genre? I was like, no, like this, like, uh, it was like this terrain set. I was like, no, but I got some other stuff, and so I took down, like, must have 50 pictures, like, literally 50 pictures of all this other shit that I had. He's like, dude, how much for that limited edition shit that you can only buy in England, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like, I was like, dude, I'll give you two for another, you know, 150, right? 
So he's like, uh, he's like 300 bucks shipped. I was like, yeah, man, I'll do that. He's like, how do you want me to pay? PayPal, friends and family? I was like, listen, man, I'll accept, you know, goods and services. But I mean, if you want to pay me friends and family, you know, and I, not pay the fee, I would, that'd be great, but I'm not expecting that. Motherfucker, pay me friends and family. Can you show Bobby bucks. how that works? <laughs> did, did I hook you up no, last time? No, I'm missing it. Yeah. And I mean, <clears throat> like, like if, if I know somebody, it's going to get, you're going to get friends and family from me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'd, I'd, like Alfred, shout out to Alfred. I'm going to throw you on the bus. That motherfucker did a fucking uh, goods and services one time. And what, what? it was for goods and services. Like, dude, shut the fuck up, man. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. No, you, you knew. You're just being a twat. Anyway, yikes. Um, no, nah, I love Alfred. He's, I'm just giving him a hard time. Um, and so I was kind of touched by that. I hit him up. I was like, damn, dude. I, mean, I was like, listen, do you want a video chat right now so I can show you that I'm packing this motherfucker in a box and everything? I just shipped it before I got here. So that was actually, actually kind of cool. And I wish that we could all do that and fuck PayPal over, uh, over the fee. You know what I mean? Because they don't need any more money. They're fine. Yeah. No, but it's, it's, it's difficult, especially when you're, you, know, you don't know. So I sold majority of that stuff. Um, I mean, some other stuff cleared out. This feels good, man. Little Marie Kondo. Doesn't spark joy. Get it out of here, man. Mm-hmm. Get it out of here. Mm-hmm. So the next thing I'll do is be buying a condo and moving out of my big house, you know, just, you know. Buying a condo. Yeah. Maria so condo. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I want to say that's it. Um, I'm, I'm still reading fucking White Knight, which is, is it's good. <clears throat> it's not that I, I finished did, it as well. I, yeah, yeah, no. It's not that I don't like it, but there, if it wasn't, a, if it wasn't a, a was not an Elseworld book, I would completely hate it. Mm-hmm. I would completely hate it. There, there's this aspect of it that Jack Napier is kind of a victim to the Joker consciousness, almost like the Joker entity, and he's taking this medication, and like it suppresses the Joker or whatever. And I haven't finished it yet, so maybe this will change. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm there, there's waiting. A, there's an element to the medication that I'm in love with, but it, it happens in the end, so I don't want to... So my guess is, mm-hmm. is that this is all a con by Joker... That he knew this medication would do this temporarily, and that's kind of the joke of it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, that's that's kind of like what my guess would be. Okay. Like, he knew what he was doing, and it's all a fucking big scam. I'm hiding my face to not yep. reveal any. Yeah. Reaction. So, so if that's the case, I kind of like that's a very Joker thing to do, you know. And I'm good with that. But if it's not that, and it's just a fucking, like, he's a victim of of the insanity, you know. I, I don't, I don't fucks with that. That I don't fucks with. And. um I think uh, I listened to a couple of good podcasts here recently. Fucking Doctor Phil, bro. Uh, dude, I told you. Uh, he was on. He was on Joe Rogan, and I want to wait listen- a minute. When was he on Joe Rogan? Le- yesterday. Fuck! I didn't update for me. I, l- yeah. I actually listened to a Joe Rogan today. But- so wait he's on for that Kanye man. Where's the Kanye? Yeah, I think Conway's gonna- Con- Conway. Conway Twitty. Conway Twitty's gonna back out because he's dead. He's no longer alive, that so is, he's not going to be. Correct. He's not going to be on Joe Rogan. I once went to Twitty City, which was Conway Twitty's Nashville-based Christmas town kind of place. Really, was it awesome? I remember it fondly as nice. a child. I want to go to Twittyville. It was Twitty City. That doesn't sound good. I thought, I thought it was Twit. I thought it was Titty City. I've been there. <laughs> yeah, Brian Brink is the mayor of. I've Titty heard that. City. I've heard yeah. that. Um, I, I did tell you about the, going to the, the strip mm-hmm. joint a both weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. That's about it, man. That's all I got. Uh, Questions, concerns, comments, bitches, grabs, or complaints? No. So yeah. I watched the documentary as well. Really? Uh, that was fucking fascinating. Pretty was much it as well-rounded as mine. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, oh my god! It took me a minute, but there it was. 
<laughs> mine was uh, it had all of the components that I that I like to see in a, a documentary. Yeah, uh, religion, mm-hmm. uh, culty religion. Really, uh, so a whole like like a three sixty of topics. Sex. Okay. Uh, fucked up families. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, was this the R. Kelly documentary? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's so. Uh, I had a punchline in there, and I'm going to save it. <laughs> um, it's called Abducted in Plain Sight. I have heard that is a haunting show. Right. Is, is it a, is it's it a, a documentary? Sh- it's, a, it's like a series, isn't what, it? What's it is about? It just okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about uh, this family. Their neighbor falls in love with their daughter. Okay, is very good friends with the family. So it's like you know, it's like a extended part of the family, like a second father, if you okay. will. Falls in love with the daughter, uh, abducts her, marries her in Mexico. Uh, is, is she down for all this, or is this forced? Well, she's her? twelve. Oh Jesus! Um, so she is down for it because he drugged her, and when she woke up, she, a, a tape recorder was playing that uh, the space creatures uh, Zeta and Zanox uh, declared that she should marry uh, the chosen one because her father is not her father; her father is an alien, and the only way to create the chosen one to save humanity is to breed with. Um, the other chosen one who is uh, also sleeping next to her, which is this neighbor that set up the whole thing. How old is he? <clears throat> uh, grown as fuck. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like full-blown full full. adult. So, like all sorts of full-blown. You know, like... All right, so <clears throat> he orchestrated... Does it really matter? I mean... I don't know. So I'm not trying to wrap my head around this, all right? Um, it's got my head spinning. <laughs> <laughs> is it going round and round? Yeah, round and round, yeah. Um all right, so she thinks that she's been abducted by aliens. No. No, she thinks that... Uh, aliens are communicating with her. hmm Okay. She, and they may have abducted her, and, but she's no longer on a foreign planet. She's back on Earth, and they've placed her with the, the other chosen one so that they can have the baby and have the ultimate chosen one. Oh, the ultimate chosen one. Mm-hmm. So, like, she just listens to this, climbs on top, and gets the business? Uh, I mean, not straight away, but it, it, it does get there. Long story short... Yeah, I don't want to ruin it, but uh, they end up back in the states. She ends up back with the family, and he fucking abducts her again. Um, like he abducts her twice. How old is she at this point? Uh, I think when she's abducted the second time, she's fifteen. Like it's fucking. He's committed. Yeah, for sure. He's. I mean, it's fucking nuts, dude. That's crazy. Um, like, so th- th- does the family allow him to come back? No, but like, dude, he ends up fucking the mom. He fucked. He, he fucked the. What? Yeah, he fucked the mom. He like, uh, he got at least a hand job from the dad. Like, dude, are you serious? I mean, it's wild. <laughs> Where do these? I want to stop this world? right now and watch this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I highly recommend. What's it. it called? Abducted in Plain Sight. It's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Leave it to me to find the fucked up one, dude. How do you do this? I it's your superpower. It's a superpower. I mean, I've seen and, that. And, and in the same breath, you'll complain about nothing to watch on Netflix. Well, look how long it takes me to find something. I When's know. the last time I brought something up? I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I've just been scrolling ever since that last moment. <laughs> um, let's see what else. I, I, I went out Saturday night. Uh, the, oh, the, whoa, 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 whoa. We were not done there. I was thinking oh. of the coffee. So <laughs> does the guy end up in jail or anything? Uh, he, he does a few stints in jail. And you find out that prior to even meeting the family, he had served a year in jail for similar shit. Um. Like you know, I, I want you to watch it, so I don't want to spoil everything about it. But it's 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 more uh, twisted than um, any abduction story I've ever oh. heard. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just <clears throat> I'm sorry. Continue. Um, I, I just remembered. I just got a message, and I remembered something. Go ahead. It's it's uh, an alibi. Finish your statement, though. Yes. Sir. Okay. I found a grill. 
that I went and picked up. Uh-huh. So way back when, um, there used to be a a resin cast piece of ta- terrain from Forge World that was released in some of the DW stores. Like it's like a uh, little cathedral with stained glass windows and shit like that. Mm. Uh, very rare felt bottom, very nice little display piece. I mean, today's standards is kind of trash, but I've always wanted one. And like back in the day, like brand new is like 150 bucks. <gasps> and if you can find them on eBay, they're like three, 300, 400 bucks. So it's it's doubled them. in value. It, it has. It's an investment. Got it for 50 bucks. Congratulations. Yeah. Was it off Facebook Marketplace? F- fucking Facebook Marketplace, bro. It is the fucking <clears throat> truth and the light. Um, we loves it. So I went out Saturday night with Laura. Yeah. And we went to uh, Columbia Mall and walked around, did a bit of shopping, and I didn't really get anything. I think I got two hats. And, um, like, what kind uh, of hats? They have brims? Um, like fisherman, fisher, fisherman hats. Like okay. Bucket hats. I like, I like a good... I think, I think a bald-headed man yeah. needs a bucket hat. Yeah, I think needs is the right word. It's, it's a matter of necessity, really. Yeah, I've probably got five or six different ones. Yeah, so I, I wanted one with a shorter brim, and I got one. But <clears throat> So the other aspect of that is that we went looking for sneakers for me because I was going to... I remember you mentioning mm-hmm. that. Yep. So I'd been kind of browsing them. So I tried on a pair of, uh, of Air Max that I, I really liked. Do you remember which ones they were? Nineties, uh, Air Max nineties, something. Well, they had a new pair every year, so okay. Narrows it down to ten. Well, it, 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 I think it's like a series. Air Max, Air Max nineties, because like a whole bunch of different ones popped up. Like the ninety five so Air Max. Well, no, but the, they're not those. Though. There's the Air Max one. There's Air Max ninety. There's a ninety five and the ninety seven. And the tuned Air would probably be the ones that you'd find at retail. Well, you're far more knowledgeable about it than I, for sure. It's sad. At any rate, I was really excited about it because it's the first sneaker that I really looked at and liked. Uh, that I was excited about. Okay. I don't think I can do it. Comfort-wise? Well, look-wise, really. I'm very interested to see what this was. Can you find a picture? I'm sure I can. Okay. At one point, so I put them on, and uh, they weren't the ones I wanted, but mm-hmm. I was like, fuck, if I find the right size, I can just order yeah, them offline. Sure, right. Um, so I put them on. I think my foot's too wide for these fucking shoes, man. It's possible. I stood up and it felt like a water balloon on top of a cracker. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, well, I mean, you do have size seven extra triple, triple wide feet. Your your feet are little squares. Uh, Yeah. I have 12, 12, (laughs) 12 triple wide. Um, Yeah. You're not going to be able to get into like a, a mainstream shoe. I don't think. Yeah. So like, I'm like, well, why should I even bother? Like, I'm going to be left with the fucking, like, the resource room of shoes. And I, so in my head, I'm like, how they haven't been Velcro. How the fuck do you get no. through? You mean? Yeah. So I, I wear a 14. But you don't wear a wide shoe. I, I don't. You I, got, how you got a little narrow feet on that big old body of yours? I think once you go well, to 14, it's already wide. Well, it, it is. So yeah. so um, I can wear a 13 wide, but it's hard to find that. So, like, I, I got a new pair of uh, uh, boots the other day, um, and I got 13 they were 13 wides and they fit me just fine. Um, but it, it's hard to find stuff, man. And even I'll, I'll buy stuff and it was it in, and it's discouraging. I mean, I can give you a couple and, options <clears throat> for shoes that have a little less structure. Have you, have you tried to like get the shoes, find the shoes that you want and then just go to Amazon and type in the size? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It felt like melted silly putty <laughs> on a bagel. A bagel. It was not a good look for me. Okay. Um, 
which it was discouraging. No, I, I know you probably had a lot of denim covering the shoe too, right? Um, there were some. <laughs> it wasn't enough. It looked like uh, I just really want to see what shoes these are. Uh, I, I, I'm sure you've seen them a thousand times. I know, like but there's, there's, there could be a thousand things. <clears throat> uh, I, I'll show you. I, I just don't want to go through the trouble of looking it up right now. But like, do they have the full air bubble on the bottom? Um, I, dude, I, so I would say yes, and then you'd be like, no, that's the that's the one eighth air bubble. You know what I mean? And I'd be like, oh, I didn't know what the fuck you're talking about. Um, but I, they were, I thought they were sharp looking, and I was really into them, and I was very discouraged. Uh, when I saw how they looked on my foot, which was disastrous. And I finished reading White Knight, and I enjoyed it an awful lot. And I um, I love uh, the the twist of it. Okay. Um, um, <clears throat> sp- spoilers? Mm-hmm. For, well, hang on, for that story? Yeah. Oh, I want to read it. <laughs> I'm, I'll step out if you guys want to talk about it. Um. <laughs> Earmuffs. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, I don't know if the people want to be spoiled either, but... Well, that'd be fine. I can read it. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you interpret that when Batman got caught, he did it on purpose? And that he was in control of the situation at all times? Uh, not off... Not... Not immensely but i kind of always feel like he's like everything that happens to him is kind of somewhat on purpose like yeah. and, but back in my head that's always a possibility okay with him. okay i did, i wanted to know your interpretation of it because i went back i i read it and there's comments made when he was about to leave mm-hmm. right and then i went back and like read it again and there is there is times like oh shit he is like he knows what's going on because there's a comedy makes during the chase like where's gordon you know, like, like he, you know, it's 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 interesting. It's interesting. So then I read uh, Prince Charming. I think it's called Prince Charming. It might just be called Charming. It's a, okay. another Batman book, and it's fucking awesome. Okay, it's a it's a self contained one shot. Uh, it's like two issues. Like, Is this an Elseworld or it could be in the regular canon? I think it's Elseworld. I'm pretty okay. sure. It's like this guy's. It's like some Italian guy's interpretation of all of it. And Joker's design is kind of similar to Hakim. Really? Yeah. Uh, disheveled <clears throat> yeah but i mean the eye makeup like the whole thing it's like a diamond yeah, yeah. Eye. It's, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like the it's, old school clown it's makeup. yeah it's yeah. very reminiscent hmm. and it's uh how old is it i think it's relatively new uh raul got it for me like sweet yeah and raul is like a um soothsayer or some sort of spiritual advisor when it comes to comics yeah. like he like puts his hand on your forehead and then he just hands you four books uh, and, right. and you love all four yeah, of them yeah, yeah. um i'm reading the I, I forgot i was reading the supergirl one that he gave me, mm-hmm. dude. There's just let me just say this one part. Okay. She's a fucking pimple, uh-huh. and she's like fuck, and she's like popping <clears> in, <throat> and then all of a sudden, the entire like the entire bathroom's covered in like green slime. Oh god! I was like, I, but my thing like, dude, think about it. Fucking super pimples. Yeah, it's crazy. So, do you think she's a squirter? Oh, oh my god! Jesus. Um, <clears throat> so I read this. Uh, so I read the charming book and. I will say this, like I, I enjoyed it an awful lot. They introduced this new character that's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, because Joker has like this this group of goons, and he like exterminates. Crew, he exterminates like ninety nine percent. There's yeah, like this one little guy left, and he's like this short little like uh, little fella, like a little person, <laughs> um, uh, uh, and his name is Archie. And he's like he puts his gun to you to Archie, and he's like and and uh, and the the last and the and now for the last one. And Archie's like, yeah, go ahead, get it over with. Life sucks. It's all trash. I don't give a fuck. Da-da-da. And he's like, 
Oh, God, I like you. <laughs> I'm keeping you around. <laughs> so he keeps Archie around, but he always calls him like half pint and small fry and all this shit. Yeah, Every yeah. time he does it, he's like, it's Archie, boss. Like, it's, you know, like, yeah, yeah. But he's a cool little character. <laughs> so to speak. You can't help yourself. I, I, got, a, I got a question. You can't help yourself. <laughs> I got a question about reading comics. When you read Batman, mm-hmm. who's... who's Animated series. You put a voice on it? Animated series. Okay. What about Same you? with Joker. No, I don't, I don't do that. You don't put a, you just internalize it's it. It's all him. Yeah. I don't, so, I don't, is I don't, I don't hear a voice. Is it, is it you doing Batman? No, I don't I don't hear a voice at all. Oh, the Joker. No, no yeah. voices. No voices. No inflection. I, I've always I've always it's, read that. Yeah. That's funny because when you when you read it, mm-hmm. you do a voice. Do I? Mm-hmm. Like like when 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 you have been like <clears throat> in the few you know, it was years ago now. But like when you would be like, "Look, you got to check out this book," and you would like show me a panel or two from it, you would, you have a Batman voice, and do then I? you yeah, and then you I don't think I do. and then you have a Joker voice, yeah, one thousand percent fabrications. The uh, I can't read out loud anyway. <laughs> These are all lies. No, what, you can what, read out loud. You can't write in silence. What, what about that? What about that? Yeah, I was going, what about that kid in school that like when it was all right, read chapter seven, and they're like, John went to the bitch. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Did you guys ever have those kids in your class? That was me. <laughs> we had, uh, you know, what it was the worst when it, whenever they, they, they asked that one kid to read out loud, you know, and everybody's like, oh, especially if it's like a substitute teacher or something, you're like, oh man, not I, not, not Corey. I got in trouble. I got in. I got pulled. My man would be like, oh my god. Great was the morning when Miss like oh no not Corey somebody help Corey God Corey think about it before you say it uh, think about the words in the fourth grade I got pulled out into the hallway by the teacher because I there was a kid that was struggling with words and I would say the word he couldn't say like mm-hmm. it was like some small group reading exercise but I got you can't do that to you can't do that to Mark he's trying don't embarrass we don't him. use real names here. Well, I don't remember Mark's last name, and he lived in Tullahoma, Tennessee. I mean, where are you from? No, where I lived for a short time, but thank you. <laughs> where are you from? <laughs> oh, I did hear some exciting news about Southerners potentially moving to Maryland. Um, but I'll talk to you about it. Just remind me. Oh, you got to pause it. You can't leave me hanging. Right. Oh, and also, there's something else I want to ask you, so go ahead and pause it. So, so anyway, let me get back to this uh, charming uh, book so <laughs> Archie's fucking awesome the, the way that this guy writes Harley Quinn it's literally literally like hearing the animated character like he writes her the best since Paul Dini like it, it's so spot who is, on who is the author <clears throat> uh, some Italian maybe guy. it's the letter some that th- does it like uh, the letter no 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 maybe no 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 is it the shape no. of the bubble no, no, no. It's it's the dialogue, but it, it's shape. it's very mm. it's it's a very good book. Uh, and it's very good indeed. Would Harley be the best DC bang? Mm. I'd probably take really Catwoman. It de- it depends on the Harley too. You know, like the best one. Let's narrow it down. I don't know. I think I, Catwoman would be my my go to. I mean, I, it'd know, be your no no. I'm but, saying it'd be your go to for no in terms of. Like I think that she probably is very confident in what she's doing. But mm. poison ivy would probably be such a weird experience. You wouldn't want to pass that up. What's that? <laughs> no, vine? no, oh, it's going where? Okay, okay, a little, okay. A little leaf tickle in your bowl. Yeah, yeah man. Um, so I also I, I uh, what about Wonder Woman? I had a horrible joke. <laughs> I had a horrible joke. I read a. Uh, can't say it. I've I've halfway through a little self help book. Really? really? Yeah. Which one? Yeah, it's called Mime Works. 
Um, it's by uh, Gary Van Wammer. Gary, 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 who? Van Wammerdam or some shit like that. I think I know who that person is. It's not Van Wammerdam, but, but it's, it's something like it's very similar. It's like so. What's the Voyager, premise? Voyager check or something. Mm. What's the premise of the book? Of the book? Um, it's just talking about uh, changing beliefs mm. and how hard it is to change a belief structure and a belief bubble and then what your belief bubble is built off of and how you have these elements to your psyche that um <clears throat> should work in unison but rarely do uh-huh. uh it, but none of them are really you yeah it's all about your self-narrative and everything it's like, like elements of you so there's like what he talks about i mean i'm, I'm no expert i'm just reading mm-hmm. the book and i'm halfway through it mm-hmm. but um there's like the hidden self, mm-hmm. which is like this part of you that's your like your biggest insecurities, your mm-hmm. biggest whatever that you hide from the world. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then there's the false self, which is what you project, project. Or, or try to project mm-hmm. to others. And then there's the judge that takes every situation that you encounter um, and balances like what you did right or wrong mm-hmm. in regard to hiding the one and you know propagating the other. Correct. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you know, and then how like it ends up becoming <clears throat> like it ends up becoming kind of a, a a snake eating itself in a way where like let's say let's say one of my my biggest insecurities was that <clears throat> I had this orange vape, right? It's my biggest insecurity. Oh, in you'd the world. be fucked. Yeah, so I'm trying to keep it hidden all, all the right, time. Brad. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, cloud of I feel, like, I feel like Todd rolls with an orange one as well. So like, so, so um, so. I, I, one day I bring it out and I leave it on the table, mm-hmm. right? And the truth of the matter is, is that you don't care and you don't care, but it's not what I want to show you. It's mm-hmm. not what the false self mm-hmm. wants to show you. So I've kept it hidden. Mm-hmm. And now you crack a joke about it. Mm-hmm. So now I interpret that joke and my judge says, see, we should have never shown it yeah. to the hidden self. Yeah. Like you fucked up again. Yeah. Now the hidden self's belief and the problems of this vape is, is, are magnified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Validated as well. <laughs> yeah. So, <clears throat> and, and sometimes <clears throat> we're not even looking at it completely objectively. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he talks about like, uh, and I don't want to go too far down this rabbit hole. No, I like it. Keep it going, man. But he talks about like uh, the atheist and the believer mm-hmm. sitting across from the table and uh, they they went, they're having a discussion on whether or not God exists. And the believer says, well, uh, you know, I, I, it's obvious it's everywhere. And the atheist says, no, I, for instance, I was just on a hike recently and I got lost. And for the first time ever in my life, I got down on my knees and I prayed to God that I would get help. And these, <clears throat> like half hour later, these three hikers came along and helped me. And the believer says, well, there's your fucking sign, you idiot. And he's like, no, there's your sign that it's not the case, that it was humans that just happened to be coming along. And both of them are using that same experience to, uh, you know, fortify their own beliefs, but yeah, neither validate. one of them are, are really looking at it objectively in terms of facts and then weighing the facts in regards to what they're doing. They're just using it in regards to their own belief structure. So yeah, he talks about like trying to boil down your belief structure to what it is. Like you might think like, uh, you know, like uh, I can't draw, you know, but that's not really it. That's something else that's, that's built around the bubble that's, fortifying once again like the bubble so the the maybe inside the bubble is i'm just not good Mm -hmm. you know and that's the real problem but in order to get to that you have to start changing and like he's he said to like start talking about it to people and um you know trusted people whatever like and and if you talk about yourself in past tense or things that you think may have played a part to um talk about it 
in third person mm-hmm. or use him instead of you because mm. because that's like one of those perspective changes that begins to shift your mind state Step outside as, of yourself as to what you because like who i was at 15 is not who i am right mm-hmm. but it that's, but it helped create who you are <clears throat> correct but that's who i was mm-hmm. so when i say like when i was 15 you know you said something to me and such and such but like you didn't hurt me you hurt him mm. and this is the evolution of him and there's elements of that that are tied up but I'm not the same person that you hurt, or I'm just using that as an example. But True. so I talked about it a little bit with Laura last night, and I was, and I, I and it actually was beneficial. It it really was, and, and it was surprisingly easy once I got into it. Yeah. But at first, dude, I was like, "Look, I'm getting ready to do this, and I'm going to finish this glass of wine before I start." But I want you to know, I feel like a fucking dickhole, <laughs> like the fucking figure eight dickhole <laughs> at the top. That's what I feel like when I'm talking, when I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's a winking. It's a winking. Um, but it felt good though, right? It did. Yeah. It did. It did. It was beneficial. And, um, and, and so anyway, I'm reading this book and I'm going to, I'm going to finish it. Uh, but it, I, I came across an article he had wrote uh-huh. and I was like, damn, I fucking like this dude. Like. Uh, it just it just resonated with me, and I was like, "Let me see what's going on." So, like, I, I looked up his YouTube and stuff, and and he's a little difficult to watch for me because it's just like, dude. I mean, he's just like he's such a fucking shrink, and I don't even think he is a shrink, mm-hmm. but he's just such a like. So feel that, feel that, think about that thought. Oh, I thought you knew a Michael Jackson person for a second. <laughs> <laughs> think about that emotion. You're there, and feel that. Okay. Stop it. You know what I mean? And I'm like, Stop dude, it. I can't take All this. Right. Dude, like... Get to the fucking point, you idiot. Um, well, first off, check out Jordan Peterson. He's, he's got some shit about that. But one thing that he says that's... that remind, Like, when you said is like, um, you're constantly negotiating with future selves and past selves. You're remembering what happened past selves because who you were then is not who you are now and who you are tomorrow is not who you are now either. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're this progress of self over time mm-hmm. it's a crazy concept man it's yeah, like that really is yeah i mean like so the choices you make now you're you're negotiating based off what you believe will happen what we think is happening what we're used to happen happening what we want to happen and everything because it, there could be <clears throat> a habit or a behavior you do now like vaping mm-hmm. you know that, that your future self might be upset with you if that shit comes out as bad or <clears throat> Your future self might be like, dude, I'm glad I didn't smoke. Right, right, you know right. What I mean? But it's it's an interesting thing when you start to look at that and like realizing that we're a fucking pro- a process, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And, like, and then that, that changes. It's, you're not one person. You're thousands of people, one millions of, the, of people. One of the things that he said, that w- which is what resonated with me that made me like, um, and you know, I, I, I don't know what it is about. Like there are certain things in my life that like, not, not my life per se, but just certain things in the world that like I can never fucking wrap my head around. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, this is a bad example, but if I'm like, Fuck, it was Dick Grayson that got beat to death by the Joker and Jason Todd that was the first Robin and then, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like like if someone were to always fuck that up. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and one of the things that I'm constantly fucking up is the id, the super, or the, the id, the ego, and the super ego. Mm-hmm. I always fuck it up, which one does which thing and all mm-hmm. that shit. But what he was saying was, he was talking about him and he was saying how, like, uh, you know, because the shrink that I went to for that little bit of time did say like whatever one of mine is overdeveloped and I have one that's overdeveloped probably the id and I have one that's super destroyed and one of mine is like constantly stepping in 
the the overdeveloped one is constantly stepping in to protect the destroyed one. Mm. And what I what I was reading when I this article of his that I caught, it was talking about how like it was talking about that same people that fall into that same pocket. Mm-hmm. And he was saying how like these people will often notice it in their music choices mm. that they'll have an overabundance. You know, people that fall into this specific category mm-hmm. have, um, are attracted to and are fond of in an overabundance of aggressive music and mm. confident music and braggadocious music and this and that. I was like, <gasps> and then they were like, and they'll also have this very passionate pocket of dark music and depressed music and such and such, but it will always be very small, but very loved because it is speaking to that specific part that is small mm-hmm. and does resonate with. And the other stuff is speaking to that other part that is very large and it, and it is resonating with. And I was like, get out of my head. <laughs> um, Dr. F- Listen to Dr. Phil. He was talking about some shit. How like when he was a kid, his his dad was a violent alcoholic. Beat beat the shit out of him. Mm, he looks like somebody somebody beat the shit out of. Him. <laughs> God. Damn. Um. But but like he said, like you know, one thing that happens is I forget the fucking name of it now. I, I want to go. I would go back and listen to it. But like you have your your narrative, your 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 self story, and then when you go when you go someplace and you compare that projection to other other people. So like you know I, I'm. You know, my my parents were up screaming, yelling at each other all night long and kicking the windows out of the house. And then I get up and go to school with that stress. And I look at Jimmy, and Jimmy's all bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, clean, nice-dressed, and look like his mom ironed his shirt. And in in my mind, I've already decided that I'm a second-class citizen compared to Jimmy just by the narrative, like my secret narrative, like the shame Mm -hmm. of stuff and the projection of what Jimmy is is showing. But, But, like, it gets fucking crazy because... Then it's like there is never any real communication because I'm only telling, I'm only saying things to you that I expect you want to hear from me, and you're only saying things back to me that you expect that I want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. So we're playing this like shell like game of shell game of bullshit forever. You know what I mean? Yep. He, he had it's crazy, um, man. Had, only when you get drunk and really offend people are you honest. When I was giving, when I was talking to Laura about, it, I was giving this example, and it was like. Um, you know, I, I've, I've shared an awful lot on these podcasts about my yeah. personal life. Yeah. So it's cathartic, though, man. So if I, um, if there is something that I keep private, it is super personal. Yeah. But there was this experience that I had in my early twenties, um, where I was with two other people. Let's say it was like this, and a fourth person came into the room. Damn it. Okay. And said and had a conversation with just you, walked out of the room, and then we all walk out together, the three of us remaining but you two are a good 10 to 15 feet ahead of me. And you said something along the lines of, God damn, his, wa- his watch is big as fuck. And Adam said, who, Bobby's? And you said, no, the guy that just came in here. And I've carried that around, and it wasn't my watch. <laughs> you know, it was something else. Okay. But I've carried that around for 15, 18 years. Like, it's always been present in my mind. And I was having that conversation with uh, Laura last night, and she was like, and I was doing the him, he, her shit. And she was like, well, you don't even know if if Adam felt that way. You know what I mean? Like, he could just be saying that because you were the other person in the room for most of the time. Because it turns out that you were talking about this dude that just came in, not me at all. But Mm -hmm. Adam was like, who, Bobby? You know, and it was like, no, no, no. Because you thought... 
Adam was think, had that thought about, you. about me. Did you have it on a big watch though? Yeah, it had this big ass watch. Okay. Um, you gotta tell me the real story now. Nah, it's 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 something. It's, it's a personal thing. Okay. And um, all fair then. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, but it doesn't matter. But but the, the the point is, I've been carrying it around and just thinking about it in terms of that. Thinking about it in terms of being objective. It's I, like I made an assumption that that mm-hmm. was your thought. Mm. But I have no real reason to believe it's your thought any more than I have to believe that it wasn't your thought mm. and that you were asking the question for the exact same reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I know this sounds very cliche, but it did feel like I fucking dropped a ton of bricks. Nice. You know? Um, it's good. But then like, there's that other part of me, probably the hidden self. It's like, you know what? Call him on the phone find out. Yeah. <laughs> 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 But, that, that, but that's the part you don't need to feed. Right, right, yeah. right. Let right, that motherfucker right. start to death. Well, he, th- this guy doesn't want you to feed either. He doesn't want you to feed either. This, oh, this, yeah, this yeah, guy, yeah, yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he, he wants you to just have a well-rounded view of yourself mm-hmm. and, and not necessarily, because none of them are, none of them are truth. Mm-hmm. You know, they're all elements of you. Yeah. But anyway. It's, it's all illusions. So I've been, I've been reading it and it's been, and I think it's been beneficial. It's been uh, beneficial so far. I've, I've only, I'm like, like I said, I'm like halfway through. But I, I recommend the dude. I mean, I'm not, I don't recommend his YouTube channel. I did subscribe to it just because. So it was audiobook then? It doesn't have one. Really? Really? I'm disappointed. Yeah. So I've been, re- I've been proper reading it. But I have been reading it digitally, which is a first for me. Oh, you, really? know, you know what I find the most peculiar about that is the page turning process. Like if you, if you turn a page from the corner, oh, it that. is like the corner of the page, like flips yeah. up and flips over. Like you do it from the it. middle, it comes like it's all proper. Really? Yeah. It fucks you, with me. Is it on a, you got a Kindle or is it an iPad? Uh, I'm doing it here on my phone. Oh, okay. It oh, always cool. disappoints me when I can't find an audio book of things. Like I was trying to find this book for sign language, couldn't find an audio book for it. <laughs> did you, how long did you look around? I don't know. I, this, I had this conversation at, at, at work recently and like, sometimes I forget that like not everybody is uh competent no 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 uh is as matter of fact or like <clears throat> so i went to a, some people at my work um we did we've been doing this mopping job for this one company forever mm-hmm. and we know all the people that work there including the boss uh that's gonna be fun no i don't think so oh. check it. hello hi it's alexis calling from ashley online i was calling to confirm a delivery that's right so these people that worked there, we knew them forever, including the boss. Mm-hmm. You know, and and the boss was very much in terms with or in touch with their parents. So his parents were always there. Okay, it was Clarence. Parents had a real good marriage. Marriage, yeah. And his 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 mom, we we saw like there was health issues there. Yeah. You know, we've been having this contract for years. The the deterioration was visible, highly visible. And uh, what are you guys doing, man? You guys on? You guys uh, yeah, shit chatting together or what? Yeah. Shit, I might have to go get my get the girls right now. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. I got to roll out a little family emergencies, but please enjoy the show. We'll be right back. All right. So sorry about that. We're short staffed today. But let me get back to this fucking story. So i known these people forever. Not forever, but a long time. Known their parents. Seen the decline. So the viewing happened. So we go to the viewing. It's a respectful thing to do. So I start talking about the way that men are hugging each other as they're coming in there. Okay. Because, like, you can tell they all have their, like, go-to when it involves, like, there's the guy that comes in with the handshake and the mm-hmm. half hug. Half hug there's yeah. the guy that comes in for the handshake and pulls into the hug. There's the double tapper. There's the rubber, so to speak. And then okay. every now and then you get the tap and rub. 
little tap tap, little rub a dub, little tap tap. You know what I mean to close yeah, it out. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. the greatest hits of hugging. <laughs> and then I was talking to them about, um, you know, somebody else came up and was like, uh, you know, like you know, did she, you know how did she die? And you know, how's the family doing? And I was like, you know, I think they're all right. I mean, Stevie Wonder could have saw this coming. And like everybody looked at me like. It's just something I say. Like I just say it. Like yeah, you know, it was it was, it was inevitable. Um, she was the sweetest lady in the world, uh, but it was apparently it was a bit of a faux pas. Uh, and I'm trying to think if there's anything else in my nerd week that's worth mentioning. Oh, I worked on. Um, oh, here's Adam. Yes, sir. Am I live on the podcast? You're live on the podcast. <laughs> you shouldn't have said goodbye. I know, man. Like I, I, I'm really missing out right now. It's like mugging the shit out of me. Yeah. Um, so I, th- I was just trying. Oh, and I started working on that orc diorama. I need to tell you something about that orc diorama. Talk and I mean me. no offense by this. Okay. So out of context, me not knowing that world, uh-huh. you uh, you sent a picture of, of the one little hut you had built. Uh-huh. And I think I replied, it's about, adorable. adorable, because I thought you were helping your children <laughs> with a school project. <laughs> no, no, but no. But now, now that I know what the context of it is. Yeah, I think it's going to turn out nice. Um, it, it, it's all going to be how you paint it. It's a little, it's a little second edition orky, which might be what you're going for. Right? I'm not, and this isn't, this is constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. So it, it's in that vein because the, the orc stuff has gotten a lot more, a lot darker, a lot more like kind of, you know, you, you've gone from 66 Batman to, to the Dark Knight in the orc realm, and you're, you're kind of on that. Yeah, but I don't Batman like that. You're kind of on that Batman on Scooby-Doo. I don't like that super mechy stuff. I hear you. I know. I mean, it, it's, all, it's all taste. Yeah. You know, if, if you like it or don't like it. So. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going for, like, uh, like I wanted, to, I wanted to, to hit my feels. Do you know what I mean? Like, I want, I want Superman in his briefs. Yeah, I feel you. It, well, what I'm gonna, I actually have an old second edition orc. Like the old, old classic space orc, um, which I'm going to give to you, and you're going to have to paint it, and he's going to have to be on that set. <laughs> no, I don't, I, dude, I don't know if there's going to be room. <clears throat> it's going to be tight. He, he, hey, Bobby, he's a little fella. Yeah, no, I hear you. Um, but like, we worked on that a great bit, and uh, like we built a water tower, and we built uh, a little shrine, two adobes, and a like watchtower. And. I don't know. It looks good. And then we did the floor. The floor is done. The floor looks really good. So I'm hoping to get that in service soon so I can just kind of move on from that because it's not really what I want to do. It's just something that I know I can complete. Like I, there's an end to it. It's like, dip, and it's done. Yeah. You know? Just put a bow on it. Yeah. Is it, is it bringing back any of those 40K feels though? <laughs> uh, I'll be honest with you. Not really. Not really. Just, at, at this, you just gotta, you gotta get through this. Yeah, you know what I don't like, man. I don't like, like four, the, I, like I, four player, right? I don't like the scale. Oh, really? Yeah. Too small. Yeah. Hmm. Um. So either neither here nor there, but I'm excited. I'm excited to to do it because it's just a, just something different. But well, and I know you you've spoke before about how that was you have such a strong memory of doing that the process of building that right stuff. right so and it, i think that's important for you to encapsulate that the way and the way you're doing it i think is really cool yeah and i think it's appropriate like um proportions you know what i mean like yeah. it's like here's this little cutoff segment with my creme de la creme and that's it yep so we didn't talk about that did, did you kind of like go through and pick out what you believe was your best models um, yeah, my best painted or kind of, or kind of most significant characters. 
Gotcha. And, uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> do, you, do you wanna take it? Yeah. All right, put it on speaker. You wanna plug it? Well, we can't. Yeah, no, wrong. Yeah, we I can't got, plug I got it. Adam plugged in now. Let me answer this. Yo, Jisk, you are live on Nerd Rage. Talk about my business. <laughs> I knew it. See, I told her. I was like, don't. I was like, don't mention it. Don't mention it. No, man. I was just. I was. Uh, I was. I was busting your balls. I'm like, why? Why didn't you tell me? I can't. I can't hear anything. It's all my Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, your phone hates my speakerphone for some reason. No, I was just saying I I, I was a little butthurt that you didn't tell me, but uh, so I was just busting your balls, though. Because <laughs> I, hey. I, like, I like to get Bobby's hopes up and I crush his dream. <laughs> uh, I got to keep the edge. Listen, Bobby's a, Bobby's a gentle yeah, soul. You don't need to do that. I got to stay on top. <laughs> right, there you go. Right, right, right. There you go. <laughs> well, yeah, man. All right, go- I'll let you guys go. I was calling Go ahead, right, and, go ahead and uh, get that moving truck packed. We'll help you unpack. Yeah, shit, dude. <laughs> you guys better say, you better pray to whatever God you believe in if you want that to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just find a God that's fair and go with that. <laughs> yep. The many-faced God is going to have to help you out. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, man. See you, dude. All right. Bye, man. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we might as well. Uh, and you're in our week, sir. Oh yeah, that was uh, was that the first dual phone? Yes, I think moment so. yeah. on uh, on Nerd Rage. Uh, still plugged in. Can you guys still hear me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, Thanks. still hear you. I I uh, gosh, I think your uh, your self help thing's kind of hard to follow, but uh, uh, I finished the Umbrella Academy. Oh, did you? Yeah. Did you get you get it done? TV wise? Um, I don't. Well, yeah, I guess I did. I started watching it. Uh, I started watching it when I was when I was um. In D, in, I'm sorry, in Richmond last week. Was that last week or the week before? No, it was last week. Yeah, and um, I actually just finished watching it. And Kelly actually joined me for like the last. She missed like four episodes, but kind of caught up. It, it is, it is a little like predictable. Like I figured out exactly what was going to happen before it happened, but the way they got there was pretty cool, mm-hmm. and, and it, it, it leaves it wide open for more. Yeah, I'm, we're going to talk about that a bit in the notes today, but yeah. I'm going to start it. I'm going to start it soon. I just I want to see this Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, I've so, got. I've, so I Chris, yeah, out of t- out of ten, what do you give it compared to like and and let's compare it to like Netflix Marvel superhero shows to something comparable. I I don't think I can. I don't know that I can I can compare it because I I know so much about the characters already from the Marvel universe. So I guess I have a set of expectations already. But okay, I, I'd I'd probably give it an eight, an eight and a half uh, overall. Okay. I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. I mean, it was a lot of a lot of good uh, character development. It makes me want to read the fiction. So so I'm probably going to try to find a, a decent sized trade of of the comics. Yeah, um, I I, w- I would actually probably give it a nine. Really? I really enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah, it, it was. I kind of felt it was effortless to watch and work and go through. Yeah. Um. And I, I really like. I really like the characters, man. Yeah. The, I don't. I don't know if there's a character I I wasn't fond of on the show. Yeah. Even even the he, even the villain's character was was very well done. Yeah. Even dude. No bullshit. Even the donut lady. Even, even Agnes. Lady. Even Agnes. <laughs> yeah. So and she's and she's literally by design probably the most boring person character of an, of a TV show I've seen in a long time. 
by yeah. design. That, but that's her purpose. And then Mary J. Blige's role in that I thought was was really well done. Yeah, man, she did a really good job. She did. I, did I, they did they squeeze a Mary J. J. Blige song in there? They she sang a song in there. It wasn't. Any, I think it was in a, something. It wasn't anything I'd heard before. But yeah. Yeah, but it was like a, it, it was like kind of soulful, but it had like yep. a metal. Yep, I, I, was, I was like, wait a minute, I know that voice. Yeah, I mean the editing, the editing was a, was a a little. Um, it was it was different than the Marvel stuff. Obviously, I really enjoyed the way they yeah, edited it, and, and the music they put with everything was really good too. I'm, I'm anxious to see what uh, what Mr. Skullface here has to say about. I'm it. I'm looking forward to watching him. I am. Yeah, and it, it you know it's hard it's hard to it's hard on these series to not get spoiled um, because people you know like me and, and Adam in this case just powered through it. But it, it it was an effortless watch. I mean, honestly, like a lot of the Marvel stuff, you're like, oh Jesus, okay. There's four more episodes because yeah. Marvel always seems to have that one episode, the Karen Page episode. I'll be honest with you, it's very <laughs> rare that I find television that I don't find laborious to watch. Laborious, the word of the, the day, <laughs> like, laborious. Like I, I think I could probably count them on one hand. Okay, like Sopranos, Oz, Game of Thrones. Well, and I think I think it's the way that we consume it because, like, I watch a lot, and I never even really talk about it. I watch a lot of bullshit sitcoms. Like, I watch the Goldbergs. I watch uh, Modern Family, a bunch of just you know silly sitcom stuff. And I look forward every week to it. You know, I watch it on Hulu, so it's the day after it comes out. Mm. You know, I watch it the day after, and I just always enjoy watching TV. Like, I think it's the way that it's all there in front of you. It's like I feel obligated to watch this. I don't know. I, I, th- I think Marvel, I think Punisher season one is the only Marvel show I didn't find uh, to be work yeah. to watch. It wasn't taxing on you at all. You know, it was like, it was like, fuck, there's only two episodes left. Like, you know what I mean? Most of the time I'm like, okay, all right. Halfway point. Right. You know, yeah. uh, it sneaks up on you sometimes. But I'm that way. With, I think I, I think that's me, though. I think I'm just, ha- I'm just that way. Like, I, I don't think I'm interested in generally in a 13-hour story. Right, I think I like a two-hour story. I mean, if you really think if you really think that through, you know, it's a ten or thirteen-hour story that you're getting because it's yeah, basically. And I like like that uh, the Umbrella Academy. Those are like fifty-five minutes to like an hour and four minutes. Yeah, you know, yeah, it seems yeah. like a lot of the stuff they cut TV style. So half hour, you know, it's twenty-two minutes, right? So forty-four minutes for an hour, but you know, they're actually fleshing out whole hours like uh, the um, Soprano, like like HBO does. Right, right, right. So you know, you get, I, I you get think, a more. I think one thing that, that the show was kind of successful with, and I'm curious of your opinion as well, is it did it. There was definitely a mystery they were kind of laying out. You don't, you know, you're you're kind of in in media's race. You don't really know what's happening. They did they did a good job of kind of spelling what happened, but at the same time, not giving you all the goods, and at the same time, building further interesting mystery without being like too much. Like like Lost would be too much. Like you know, for every answer you got, you got fifty more questions. Right, got to be ridiculous. I think this was really building intrigue and and building the world and making the world. Uh, grander, but at the same time, fleshing out important arcs on these characters. Yeah, it it did leave you, it, but it, it left you wanting more. It didn't leave you scratching your head like, absolutely. what the fuck was yeah, that? Yeah, absolutely. Which is, I yeah, think, I can't, a, I can't wait for season two. Yeah, so I, I think that's a hard thing to to do is to to find that sweet spot between um, confusion and and uh, curiousness. You know. So yeah, um, I actually had a, a conversation with somebody at work about it too, who also loved it. Uh, who was your favorite character? You think? Um, man, that's hard to say. Probably the kid. Probably five. 
Yeah, he was good. I like that. And I like I like Vanya's character too. I really like the 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 way that was developed. Yeah, yeah, she was I mean I like I liked all the characters but like Klaus, man. I'm on team Klaus. I mean number 5, it's a hard one. That kid number whoever that kid was, I mean what is he 12, 13 years old? Yeah, I would guess so. He did a fucking phenomenal job. Yeah, phenomenal he did a great job. job. He did a great job. And it was yeah. you know he well, I, I won't. I, I can't say the next thing I was going to say because it's spoiled. He does a great <clears throat> job portraying who he is. I'll just say that. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, like that kid. That kid needs an Oscar. <laughs> I think. I'm, I mean, I'm, I, 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 he did a good fucking job. Yeah. So not not necessarily an Oscar. That might be too far. But he did. He did a good job. It's worth. It's worth the uh, the watch. For so. sure. Speaking of the Oscars, um, our predictions. Uh, well, uh, your predictions, Adam, about the the film of the year didn't come true, and our predictions of Black Panther not winning did come true. What was my prediction for film of the year? It was um, like there was some uh, political, super political movie. Uh, oh, the uh, the uh, oh Vice, Vice, Vice. It didn't right? win anything, did it? Yeah, Adam thought it was going to be Vice, or and, and then I suggested Black Klansman. But it was, and it was the, neither. The Green Room? The Green Room. Green, which, I've green never, Room. Yeah. Or Green Book. The Green, green Book. Green Book, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never yeah, even yeah. heard of it. I'm going to watch all that shit. I just, I just use it as like a template. I, I actually, the green, green Book actually looks really fucking good. That's the only movie that I wanted to see. Really? Because I, li- I like Vigo Mortensen, and, and, I like, and I like the dude who uh, who was um, Copperhead. Did you listen to Joe Biden? Not Bunny? Copperhead. Uh, uh, yeah. Sorry. No, uh, yeah, Copperhead, right? Yeah. Did you listen to yeah. Joe, the Joe Budden when they were talking about the Oscars? Was that Saturday? I, I think it might have been the one that came out yesterday, like, yesterday or today. Or t- it was, yeah, it was. No, I haven't listened to so today. Just I, I won't ruin it for you because I know you enjoy that. But uh, uh, one of them was talking about that they watched the Oscars for you know to, to exactly what you're saying, and, and, and Budden was like, "That's a trash way to find movies." <laughs> <laughs> It's like, ain't no damn good movies in there. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. His taste in movies are trash. Yeah, I would imagine so. Um, let me think here. So uh, building stuff, uh, I have a, another space hallway project uh, that I'm I'm getting co- uh, nearly completed on. Um, and then I... Is that getting tiresome? It's getting monotonous. Yeah. It's not tiresome. It's just, you know, it's a little monotonous. Start to feel like work. A little bit. I enjoy the I enjoy the weathering, the painting. You know, assembling it is is taxing just because it's like oh again. Mm-hmm. And the last one I did was was different. It was a, a T shape instead of just a straight one. And the one I'm doing now is for a Detolf, and it's going to be it's different. It's it's somewhat different. Same kind of generic, not say generic. Same kind of concept though. Um, Hey Chris, did I see you like doing some kind of brickwork on Instagram? That was that was JD. JD. That was JD doing some. Brick oh, okay, work. that should okay. look phenomenal. Yeah, it looks really. good. I know, man. I was like, God damn, dude, that's really good. He puts a he puts a lot of time into every little nook and cranny. Yeah, I've noticed. Like, I mean, it's it's all for himself. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. He's, he's taking a. Yeah, he takes his time and, and he showed the full project there. It's a sewer. I, I know. I know. JD at one point was like interested or played forty k. I got to get that. I got to get that guy. Well, that's that's <laughs> to, what JD to needs. Come over one to the, more hobby. to come over to the beer and bolters club, man, and help me with some training because this should look good, man. Yeah, I guess it just me swept under the rug. No, thank you. <laughs> JD. You can have Adam. That's fine. Um. We gotta get into these notes. Or do you have anything else? Uh, I I listened to. Uh, uh, I had a long couple drives this week with work. I listened to uh, 
Joe Rogan and uh, Donnell Rawlings. You know who he is? Mm-hmm. I'm rich, bitch. Oh, okay, that yeah, was yeah, 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 yeah. I saw. No, I saw a picture on Instagram with the two of their faces. So yeah. I figured they did a show together. So that was that was a very interesting episode. He told a little bit of you know, not a lot, but some behind the scenes of, of the Chappelle show. And like he he never asked Dave what why why'd you leave? He's like, he's my friend. He's happy. I don't care. So and he you know and I always that's, I always cool. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued by the. Um, the lives of these comedians that literally, I mean, it, it almost parallels professional wrestling to an extent. You're literally showing up, hoping to get on stage, not even really going to get paid just to get, so somebody wants to see you again. So it, it's, it's very, it's very intriguing to me to I listen love to when, these stories. <clears throat> I love when Chappelle talks about like when they were like, he, he moved to Africa and he's like, you know where I heard that news? When I was on my couch in Indiana or wherever, you know. Like, oh, really? Yeah, he like he had some trip planned there that yeah. he had for like years yeah. or like, you know, months or whatever. And then he went and he did his vacay and then he came back and they were like, he's moved to Africa. And he was like, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> so so just another thing I just wanted to mention is I you were talking about kind of getting getting overwhelmed by what you can do. You can do you can do everything yeah. or you can do nothing. I, I've got to I'm going to completely I'm going to do a shutdown of my my crash box shop this weekend and basically gut it and and just there's too much going on and it's like I go down there to work and I don't know I just feel like I can be a lot more efficient if I move some stuff around so I'm going to pull in the pull in my uh, indentured servant and uh, <laughs> frosted flakes and and we're just going to tear it completely apart nice. and I, and I, pro- I probably have I probably have tools and shit that I forgot I had right right right, shoved, right, right you right, know right, you've, right. you've been down there so that's uh I don't know. I've just been taxing, taxing my mind. So, um, gonna really try to try to get some organization going. Hmm. I'll look forward to see what you do. That stuff inspires me. Other people's workplaces. Mine will never look like either one of you guys. I one more thing I wanted to mention. So I mentioned last week that I'd gotten the Neo Matrix Hot Toys figure, and I hadn't op- good. I hadn't opened it, and I opened it, and that is probably my favorite one in the collection. Oh yeah. That thing is amazing. I mean, you can pose it so well. The, the cape has wire is wired, but it's not a heavy wire, so you can get some motion out of it. But it's not like whoop, right, right, right. It over, um, and it's you know armed to the teeth. The head sculpt's amazing, and it's it literally it's a guy in a black outfit, but it's it's striking. And he's got shades on, right? Can yeah, you take yeah. the shades off. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. They just kind of sit in his face. So you know, I they've shown an Agent Smith. I I, I that is that is nice, but I, I want a Trinity, and I want to. I want a um, Lawrence. I want a Lawrence, which uh, he was at the Sideshow Studios recently. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I did see that. So, hmm, it made me think. Yeah, are they going to do something with that? So, I hope so. Well, for you anyway. Yeah, yeah. Good I mean, stuff. I'll probably get a Goliath for the Marvel line. <laughs> you might, you might, and I'll, I will tell you that there is, damn you, enabling motherfuckers. There's a quarter scale statue that I am. Very close to investing. Yeah, the Bane one. The Bane one. I mean, that thing is... <laughs> it's 14 easy payments of eight eight eighty five dollars That's not terrible, I know. Though. And it's like, it's a, it's 1100 for the standard, which is with him holding his holding his harness and that's like he prime, does. that's Prime 1? It's Prime 1. Well, you know, what's it called, Carrie's Prime 1? Uh, Sideshow? Mm-hmm. I mean, Prime One. I, this is directly from Prime One. Mm. But I'm just saying. I like, don't know. If, I haven't even looked. You, you might want to check the payment plan yeah. to see if it makes more sense or yeah, less it may, sense. It may. So then they have a deluxe version where he's got his arms out. But you know, how are you going to? 
I don't know. Po- like, that's going to be huge anyways, and then he's got his arms spread out. You, you, you have to you, clear out half the basement. You had to think about where you're going to put exactly. it. Exactly. Um, I've been looking at a lot of quarter seal <laughs> stuff myself here recently, uh, but I'm, I'm trying to think about it in terms of what I want to display and how I want to display it. I've been thinking a lot about that exact thing because yeah. I'm like – do I really need all these six inch figures on display? I enjoy them. I enjoy messing with them, but do I need, you know, four bookshelves full of these figures? Yeah. I don't know. Me neither. I, I kind of want it to be like, I kind of want to match. I just don't know if I have the, I don't know if I have the logistic space to do it, Yeah. but I kind of want to match whatever I've done with, uh, my star Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. I want that for everything. Like I want, my Marvel stuff to be this hodgepodge. I want my DC stuff to be this hodgepodge. So you're talking about the way you have your display with the, <clears throat> the ships and the... Correct. Like just okay. this mix of different scales. Yeah, I don't know and, if you have the room to do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously not to the same size. Right. Um, but I am, I am putting some serious thought into it. And uh, like, it's, I'm not taking it lightly. I've had a couple conversations with people... Um, recently about what the fuck are we doing with our lives you know just energon addict no i, not, I, had, not I had a conversation with him recently uh, actually i i did have a <clears> conversation <throat> with him around that but a couple other people gort gort and i had a conversation it wasn't necessarily about that but he's like how did you know when it was time to be done with transformers he said i've never asked you before we talked a little about it another guy hit me up we were just kind of bullshitting and he said i got to get in on this basement and do you know make it i can walk i'm like yeah i Kind of on that same vibe too. Yeah, you have a lot more potential space. I do. I do. Um, I'm just kind of at capacity. Yeah, and uh, it's just because I have so many toes and so many pots. You know what I mean? Like, like it, it's it's a lot to. So your feet are so wide, you can get in like a bunch <laughs> yeah. of pots, right? <laughs> yeah, well, actually, only one, one or two. Did we lose our uh, our? Oh, I guess die? so. It says call failure. Oh, so that's that. Just um, you and I. Let me see here. The uh, so like I'm thinking about like man like like for instance my transformer one like if I if I move that calyx or balix or whatever the fuck it is though you know what I mean like I can't keep track of all this shit but if I move that to the middle you know and then sort yeah. the other ones down and then in that middle one do I put some of the bigger stuff and then you know maybe get like the, the imaginary art grimlock the imaginary mm-hmm. art soundwave like yeah, those are those are great pieces. you know and those are probably like my two favorite mainstream kind of transformers mm-hmm. you know like my favorite is dead end but they're never going to do a fucking dead end you know what i mean it's like they're never going to do a fucking two tubes um <laughs> but like you know and had that as like this middle kind of you know acts like power piece right you know and uh, then, so it's yeah you, you focus on yeah and then the figures kind of flank it on the side mm-hmm. and i'm also thinking like man where i have my combiners like what if i moved my five figures for those combiners to stand in front. How does that look? Does that save me space on a shelf that could be, you know, something so, else? So have them, like, in front of the mm-hmm. the build, the install? Okay. That's an interesting take. You know, uh, so there's a lot of stuff I'm kind of considering and, and thinking about in terms of rearranging. I've actually already started in here a little bit. Uh, but, you know, I don't know. It's a lot to think about because I want it to be... I want to be as happy with everything as i am with this room and the star wars area and even the star wars area i'm not 100 percent happy with but i'm more happy with it than than the other stuff so 
I think the the barge will get you happy. Yeah, the barge should be here in a week or two. <laughs> oh man, shipping notice. I think it ships in a week or two. To be fair, is it shipping? Or is it? Are they bringing them over and then shipping them? Or are they shipping them from? I'm sure they're. I'm sure they have containers coming. Yeah, they have to because those things are fucking big, yeah. so to speak. Um, let's get into some notes. It's a shame that Adam isn't here because some of this stuff I'm sure that he would want to jump all over. Honestly, uh, fuck me. Okay, so uh, bring on the Jigglypuffs. There was a new uh, Pokemon trailer. Did you for uh, uh, Detective Pikachu? Yeah, I saw like the Instagram trailer. Uh, I, I watched I, it. There's, it looks like there's gonna be a lot. I mean, like I don't know shit about Pokemon really. I mean, I know yeah. a little bit, maybe more than a layman, just because my kids are always talking about it and watching it. Same, but um, it seems like there's a lot of them. You know, like yeah. you know, it's all like I I played it for my kids. This and like, oh, Mewtwo, oh. You know, yeah, Phaleon, Jigglyon. You know, like I'm like, whoa. Well, I, I do need to cop to something. So back in, sure, ninety seven, ninety eight, when that was on, you know, when it first came out to the states, I was working in the video rental business, and we had all the, uh, we had all the tapes with the episodes. I watched it all just because I thought it was, I just thought it was neat. I mean, I didn't I mean, get into like the card game. Dog fighting for adults, I guess. I guess. I mean, my kids, my kids play. Uh, Mason plays We're kids. Dogfighter kids, <laughs> really. Mason's played every uh, game, literally. I think he's gone back and played, like, the, uh, what do they call it? Uh, I don't know. Basically, where you take a game and you put it on your computer. I don't remember what they call that. But, um, and, you know, my little kids love love Pokemon, too. So, I mean, it's it's kind of been in my life for, like, 20 years or yeah. however long it's been out my kids in some just capacity. kind of got into it. I mean, they were into it. Jana was into it years ago. Your kids... And my kids are kind of the same, but your kids go hard on stuff. Yeah, like yeah, they're yeah. bam. It's Pokemon. That's time. it. Everything, one hundred percent. Yeah, <clears throat> and then they'll fall out of it. You know. <laughs> so, so my I'll tell you tell a little funny story on my daughter. So she she was super into that Five Nights at Freddy's for a very long yes, time. Yes, I remember. And it just kind of went away. She got into a couple other things. Well, there's a boy at school who told her that he wanted to play all the games. So all of a sudden. She's back into Five Nights at Freddy's. I see. I see. What's up, Wesley? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. It seems like it's going to be good, though. I think that uh, yeah. Ryan Reynolds is the right choice. It, it's, it's, it's a, I don't know. It's very, it's, it's a very odd take on the whole thing for me, for him to be talking and addicted to coffee and, I don't know. I, 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 I do like him laying down and hitting the pika pika. Like that. I, I have to watch the whole, I haven't watched the whole thing. I just saw, like, cool. the Instagram teaser for it. Uh, and then there's this Netflix drama. I mean, um, this Rotten Tomatoes drama, mm. uh, which we had to jump into with both feet. <laughs> so look, this is what, uh, this is the news. They removed their rating system for films or so some It's shit. completely gone or they're revamping it? I think they're revamping it. They're sorting out some bugs or whatever. The Captain Marvel reviews tanked. But the word is, is that like, I don't know the numbers, but 2,000 people saw it. 3,000 people reviewed it. So, hey, baby. For your snack, you can have a popsicle. You have to eat it in the kitchen. And you have to make sure that everything is clean, including your hands, your face, in the place where you were eating, and I want it over a plate. Okay? 
I feel like that might be a mistake. But uh, and all the reviews were negative. Now this is coming off of the back of her making some comment that offended the white male community. I heard, which it, I don't think is a community at all. By the uh, way, I heard. Just <laughs> I don't feel any kinship it. with white men. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> like I don't walk into a room and be like, ah, oh, white guys, my, my people. What's up, fellas? I don't. I don't feel like it, there's anything that sets us on the same path. Like when I go to Walmart or I go to Target, I don't see white men and just assume we're part of the same community. Well, when I say what's up, party people, that's exactly what. I'm saying. <laughs> no, I, I, I kid. I kid. But I don't think there's. I don't think there is a white community. Like, I don't think that's a thing. You could say there's no such thing as any color community because people, I mean. I think that there is a black community. Let me say this. So, like, uh, I work with a. Don't we have somebody we can call about? Yes, 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 yes. But I work with with a black guy. Um, He's my supervisor. Okay. Awesome guy. And he will, like, say what's up to, like, another black person. Like, if we're out on the street like we'll walk past five people and he won't say what's up to and then he'll say what's up to it you know they're all equally have you ever asked him about it i know like i joke with him about it okay um so i think there is some sort of like kinship there there or or for some you know like it is a thing but like i never do that like i never like say like just like see a white person be like oh yeah time to say hello or good morning like i say good morning to everyone yeah Uh, i'm big on sort of home training and manners and that sort of thing but lost art by the way i think that uh, so when I was the only reason why I said all this is to say that when I, they offended the white male community, that it's not really a thing that there's not really a real thing to offend. There's just some people that get very upset about so it. So if you go back, I believe a couple episodes of this show, we had a very interesting conversation about being offended. Yes, I would. What did she say? Because I guarantee you, it wouldn't offend me. You know what did offend me? Her fucking feet. <laughs> yeah, they were bad. Oh my god, did she not have a stylist for that? So I think it was something along the lines of she's been doing this press run for yeah. Captain Marvel, and she's noticed that the people that she's been doing the interviews with have not been a diverse group of people. Just been a bunch of white dudes. Yeah. Now I don't know. I, I haven't read the quote. I think that the media framed it as there's too many white men in media. I don't think she said that. Um. And I'm not jumping to her defense either. I don't. Right. I don't know. You know. Um, but even let's say let's say that let's say that she did say that. I don't think she said that. But let's say that she did say that. I still don't care. I, I don't either. I don't care at all. Um, it doesn't bother me. I don't take offense to it. I don't. It, it doesn't. Fuck. I, if it's, I mean, if that's the truth, and that's the truth, then I don't care. And in 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 like if it, I, if, it, if, it if it bothers you, I'm sorry, it bothers you. I, it doesn't. It does. Like it doesn't bother me that there that there that it may be true, and it doesn't bother me. If it weren't true, like, you know what I mean? Like it, it doesn't bother me equally, but there is this movement behind it, right? It is, and, and, yeah. the, and the first time that we saw it was with or the first time that we saw it, sort of in uh, in action, it was with the Last Jedi. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because there's a lot of people that said that Disney is Disney's shutting down Rotten Tomatoes and they're working behind the scenes to make it all a, a thing. And like the truth is, is like they did they didn't do it with Last Jedi. Same people. Yeah. Same people in charge. So why are they doing it now? Like, I think it's just that the numbers don't make sense. I think there's a lot of people, like, when you start looking into that that situation, and people get upset when you have this conversation, but it's a real fucking conversation, and sometimes facts fucking hurt. Sure. But when you start looking at uh, the media push behind 
the and not not people that were critical of Last Jedi. That's neither here nor there. But people that are critical of it because, um, you know, too many you know female leads and Rose Tico and you know and not because they're upset with that character plot, but that they're they're just like, oh, of course she gets a role because she's Asian and female and you know that sort That's, of yeah. nonsense. Yeah. The um. I mean, that was like they basically run, ran her off the internet right yeah that young yeah. Lady. yeah yeah off the instagram or twitter or both the um that's the entire internet that's true <laughs> <laughs> so they, they the the thing is is that there's people behind that push that were that were exposed like like that it did come out like they don't give a shit about star wars right they have a political agenda and they're pushing this political agenda and a lot of people, I think, signed on to that because I think some people do have these insecurities or whatever it is that they they sign on to that mm-hmm. it bothers them that that these that this is the way it is. <laughs> Somebody was talking about me, right? So they in very broad strokes. So they latched on, and uh, it became a movement. Like Star Wars is dead on YouTube. It's dead. It's hard as hell to find anything positive about Star Wars on YouTube. Like it is a lost cause. Huh. Um, and I'll be honest with you, like all cards on the table, I was going to try to make a push. When I did that, uh, the Luke Skywalker video, in my mind, that was one of many, and I was mm-hmm. going to make a push. Um, but that video was <laughs> tweeted at uh, Ryan Johnson, who I stick to to this day as one of my favorite people who's ever touched that franchise. Okay. And it was tweeted, like I, I went, because I'm tagged in it. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I went and looked at it a couple of days later because I don't get on Twitter like that. Right. And I was scrolling through and like he didn't acknowledge it at all. But afterwards, you could see all these negative people that he had acknowledged. And something switched for me in my head that was just like, well, if this dude doesn't give a fuck about the positivity and right. only wants to fucking address the negativity, <laughs> then this is not my girl to save. You know, like. Right. Well, it. it... I don't know, man. It's almost like I think people would rather react to a negative situation than a positive one. I think that's just, true. Just, just people in general. I think that, especially if that's the direction of the bandwagon. I mean, that guy directed this movie that, look, you changed my mind about that movie. Mm-hmm. I will whole, wholeheartedly say, um, you know, I... I felt the way about it and, and I watched your video and I said I'm gonna watch it again with that in mind and, and I it's not my favorite Star Wars film. Right. But but it's I, not I, mine I, yet. I find it enjoyable now. Right, right. Looking right. at it from a different perspective. So and, and that's something hard to do and I'll give you credit for that. To change somebody's mind about something. So kudos to you for that. But well, it also takes a person to be willing to be open minded about it. Like sure, it's, it's sure. It, that's a that's a road that's met in the middle. Exactly, it it is it is. But but for the director of the film to you know not even glance at, at the positivity you were bringing in the situation, but respond. No, you said responding. Was he responding with excuses or, or? Um, no, just like you know, uh, not like you know, snarkiness okay. or whatever. Like, but it, the the it, it could have been like. Dude, I'm sorry you feel that way. It could have been just that, but my my issue, not not my issue, but like my thing is, it's like man, like you're not accentuating the positive in this own thing that you're touching. That you're you're the creator of this right, right now, and you're not accentuating the positive. And and uh, just to, so everybody's clear, it's not like it, it, it's not like it was my video. Like I went back through this dude's tweets, and I couldn't find any responses that he was making towards positive shit. You think he gave up at a certain point? I think it's probably hard. Like yeah. I've I've been attacked by a handful of people, and mm-hmm. I know that it's like, you know, I've been like it might be like 
uh, you know, 10, 20 people, but it feels like the world is against you. Right. So you amplify that to millions of people, and I'm sure it's fucking... You know, yeah. De- yeah, I'm sure it fucking like uh, there's no way you can come out of that unscathed unless you have a really healthy mental mind state. And yeah, um, I know that I do not. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> you know, um, but, but like, you know, and then that, that article came out that weaponizing hate and and uh, there's like a longer extension of that because I was just talking to New York Mike about it recently and like about what up, Mike? and about how uh, like the the first like the the flashpoint of where a lot of the you know, trying to keep the the whatever the white man down, or the or, or sometimes it had anything to do with race, just the man. You know, like right, oh, we right. live in the oh, women are gonna do fucking everything now. But like, I'm fine with that, by the way. Yeah, I'm good with that too. I don't care. I don't care. Um, when they started that shit, it, they they traced it back to like the first like the ignition source were Russian bots. Yeah, and like they, then they traced that to like other controversial things, and like there's this like kind of tinfoil hat theory mm-hmm. that like. There's some Russian shit going on, and I I don't know. I'm just re- regurgitating this information, but like they're taking things that are that they feel are uh, charged in American culture at the moment: mm-hmm. sexism, racism, blah 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 blah. You're just lighting a fire under, the and pot. they're lighting a fire under the pot. What are those pe- pots you have your toes in? And yeah, yeah <laughs> only one. Hot only feet. one foot fits. <laughs> um, but then people are taking that and running with it. Yeah. So like when they, like when they expose I can, I, I can never It's almost like inception. It really is. Correct. And like I can't remember this dude's name but like this one YouTube there was like at the forefront of all this hate Star Wars shit because Disney is keeping the white man down. Mm-hmm. Like when that shit was exposed like he didn't have any connection to Star Wars whatsoever but they had all this connection all this political, you know, shit that was in that same vein. And like that shit pisses me off because like you're using my love to spark hate in a fucking, yeah. you know what I mean? Like that, it like it, it, and like, I, I don't necessarily care what that dude's political views are either way. Um, but I get irritated when it's weaponizing my fucking passions to do so. Like, right. Leave my shit the fuck out of it. Have you fight your war? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, like, I, I don't care, but well, I, and I, the last thing I, I, I'll, I'll say about this is um, I could give a shit about a Rotten Tomato score on anything. If I want to see it, I'm going to go see it. Yeah, well, I found it interesting because I just saw that Umbrella Academy got 71% on Rotten Tomatoes. And so, so they're doing TV series. I didn't know TV series. Yeah, I just saw an article. No, I didn't read the article. So to be fair, I didn't know. I just saw the headline, you know, as I scrolled. Number um, seven will blow your mind. <laughs> yeah. But um, but I, I will read this uh, this little bit of news. Or, or it's a fucking screen rant. These... I'm sure these are nice people, but they are fucking clickbaiters. Oh man, I, I you know a lot of the a lot of the sources that 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 we use on here. I read the articles and it's like, Ugh. so look, so it says, so actually, this is, all right. So Rotten Tomatoes has taken a step in battling movie trolling by removing audience scores and comments before a movie is released. Well, no, sh- they, that that's a no brainer, right? The move comes after the site got uh, inundated by negative reviews for Captain Marvel, a film that is not yet premiered. Rotten Tomatoes users respond negatively to comments made by Captain Marvel star who asked for more diversity on her press tour. As well as spoke about feminism in the movie, and her feet. In response, these angry. Why don't she do some? Why don't she fight that cause? She needs to. Yeah, she needs to get a grind angle grinder and take care of them toenails, or, or at the very least, closed toe shoes. Oh my gosh! Um, since then, the trolling has continued. Most recently, some disgruntled Star Wars fans took to the site to begin review bombing Star Wars Episode Nine. So, like, yeah. I'm with you, Netflix. I mean, uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Like, fucking ban that shit. Like, yeah, that's that's dumb. I mean, that I. I 
I don't know why they would have that anyways. I mean, the, the only the only thing the only time you should do is like didn't uh, Aquaman, you know, b- before it was above water. Uh, they did like a early. You went and saw it like an Amazon, yeah, early, the Amazon, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. like the Bumblebee, you know, yeah, yeah, open it up, yeah, yeah, open it up when people have actually seen Correct. it. But like this is, I guess it's a worldwide premiere. We're going next Thursday, yeah. At that point, open it up Thursday at, at you know midnight, or midnight whatever. or whatever, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I just think that like, uh, see, people will take this and then they'll use this for their political beliefs as well, and like. Let, I, I want to be crystal clear, like, and I'm not saying this is a positive, but I don't give a fuck about politics. It's just not something that interests me. Like, I understand that it affects my life, that it's irresponsible for me not to care more. I get all of those things, and yet I still don't care. I care when my my tax return is trash. I care <sighs> about that. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. You in the, have you? No, no. We actually uh, shifting gears a second. My my wife does her taxes, mm-hmm. and she did, she's very thorough. She literally spent ten hours doing her taxes the other day. Did it in one lick, um, and uh, I, there's one particular thing involving my mileage for work that we have historically done, and I had to gather a bunch of data from several sources and get this to her. She gets it all ready to go and clicks the button, and we're sorry, this deduction is no longer allowed. Correct. So they took so yeah. It was almost like, why don't they tell you up front? But anyways, yeah, tax law sucks right now. Yeah. So like th- that that shit, th- th- like, yeah, now, now I'm, I'm not politically motivated, but get your fucking, like, dude, there's people, like, uh, like I have to get that $100.85 back to Adam immediately when I find out that, like, you know, he's, like, not that he's been, not that, it, not that he's been holding on to it, but that it is something that hasn't lo- left his consciousness either, per se. Right. So, like, I have to get it back to him immediately so that I can fucking breathe about it. I so know, like I was here in the room. So like if I'm going to sweat a hundred dollars, I'm definitely going to sweat five thousand. Right. Well, I mean, there's look, people that I see that I'm like, man, I think that motherfucker owes me ten bucks. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I'll, st- I'll still shake his hand and, and yeah. you know, like ten bucks, I'm not going to sweat. I'm not going to hit him about it. But like, I'll, it'll, it'll like it'll pop in my mind. Like, mm-hmm. man, I think that dude still owes me ten bucks. Um, so if I'm going to remember that, I'm definitely going to remember this five thousand. I remember right. this five thousand for some for some time. Well, keep in mind the the goal of of, of it is to be even at the end of the year. So yeah, you, but I take no deductions. Zero. Yeah. Zero deductions. Like, it, like I, I got, can't tell you how to do it. I got three kids. And, well, so here, here's the other thing. So like I purposefully do that because I'd ra- like, and I understand they're using my money and they're making money off my money and all that shit. Mm-hmm. I get that. But I'm willing to do that to get that little treat at the end of the year because if I get it during the year, I'm not setting it aside. No, you're, you're, you're right. And, and, and I get that. I get that. But uh, you know, at the end of the day, I'd rather have mine a little at a time. Yeah, and I would rather have mine in one lump sum, well, o- only because we use it as a thing. Like, tomato, tomato. Like, yeah, like a rotten tomatoes, rotten tomatoes. <laughs> so, like, we we we, we use start it. calling it rotten tomatoes. <laughs> we use it as a thing. Like, like, all right, this is going to be our vacation money, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is going to be our whatever. So, sure. well, I, get, um, I get it. I get it. Yeah, uh, but anyway, I just uh, I'm not a political person, but uh, I don't. I, I I get angry when I feel like people are are using things that I do care about uh for their own shit it's like you know culture vulture shit really mm-hmm. i mean it's what it is sure all right well, enough about that you get a better mood <laughs> um flixverse so since marvel and netflix are washing their hands of one another uh the netflix is working on their superhero verse now they have this umbrella academy uh but they're also they have the 
verse. Right. Um, and the, the only reason why I bring this up, I, I think it's too soon to really have any sort of real conversation about this necessarily, but the, I wanted to read what they have planned. American Jesus series, Jupiter's Legacy, which is fucking awesome. And I didn't even realize that they had that. I think it's over there somewhere, but um, I didn't even realize that they had that, but that's a fucking awesome book. Uh, is going to be a series. Huck, film, Empress, which is n- another thing that's fucking awesome, and I have that as well. Uh, Reborn film, Prodigy film, and Sharky the Bounty Hunter film. You need to give me some books when I leave. Yeah. I'm going to read some yeah. of this stuff. So, uh, I mean, I'm excited about the potential of that. I, I hope that it can come to fruition. I, I get... Um, uh, cynical when it comes yeah. to like all, all this shit's coming. Like, sure. yeah, no, I'm sure it is. Well, I'll, I'll I'll say this about two people talking a fucking board meeting, and now it's like guaranteed. For oh fall. yeah, somebody was like rumors, yeah. rumors. Yeah. I, I will say that I will. I don't know this because it's hard. I mean, you can't gauge on Netflix what's successful. You can only assume that if some people are talking about the Umbrella Academy, that it's successful, right? And I mean, I've talked to the people I talked to. A lot of people have watched it and and, and have enjoyed it. I think that is very telling to what this Malarverse could do because it's not a character you, I mean, common man is heard of. Like, right. I mean, the Umbrella Academy, I, I honestly, I, I didn't know about it. Until I didn't know what it was, what, it, what uh, you, the comic even existed until, Correct, until this came out. So there's going to be, there's going to be a ton of people who have never heard of any of this Malar stuff, like the stuff you just mentioned that now I'm interested in reading. Um, so I think it's very telling that the Umbrella Academy is successful with unknown characters, mm-hmm. and I'm sure a lot of people think it's an original, you know, series, which it is, but you know, from not from any fiction. So I think it, it may be a good sign for what's to come. Sadly, I knew more about uh, uh, My Chemical Romance than I did about. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's that's intriguing to me that the that that and, and it's funny that. That that didn't become a mainstream thing because that band was a pretty big, yeah, big deal, deal for a while. Yeah. And, and during that emo, know. that real heavy yeah. emo era. Um, let's see what else we have. Uh, oh, just because um, R. Kelly got indicted, or I think, yeah, of I want to say ten, but this article says four abusing four at least three are, are minors, women. So good. I had I had an R. Kelly moment this week that I I, I was listening to. Uh, Life after death, mm-hmm. and I didn't even it didn't even register with me that it, that that, yep. that was playing. And I'm like halfway through it, I'm like, "Sex that's sweaty and leftover spaghetti." Just <laughs> skip. <laughs> you know, to I kind of felt a way about it. The nice thing about that song for me is it's probably one of my least favorite songs on that on that double album. You know, it's like I had I've I've listened to that album, and I'm just in the mood to listen to it, so I put it on when I was working, and. That song comes on, and I didn't. It literally was halfway through before I said, "Fuck, this is an R. Kelly song. <laughs> He's gonna get a nickel off this stream or whatever." Yeah, uh, I don't know. That's you know, uh, I was having this conversation. Just a side note, real quick. Um, at, at work with a buddy of mine who's a big music fan, and he was like, "He was like, I hate that songs are like two to three minutes now." You know, and I was like. Like a lot of songs are shorter. Like the the general song, I haven't noticed. Yeah, it's gotten like a minute shorter, like average wise. It's tension span. Well, I think it's also streaming. So True. like, yeah, you get paid whether it's a minute or yeah. And if and if you're if you're driving to work <laughs> and you're going to listen to somebody, you're yeah. going to get more money if you hear ten songs than you are if you do five. Right. So you put uh, November Rain on repeat. Axel's only get get paid twice. Right. 
You know? that's, that's a good point. I never thought about that. Um, let's see. Venomous tweets. So Venom. some people get them. Some people hit them. Venom. Don't go near them. I'm playing in a hand trick with Danica Pantrick. I'm Santa and that's it. Nick Cannon's fantastic. So this dude wrote a Venom story. And uh, there's a number of things that he kind of redid and retouched and stuff involving cancer with some of the characters and all this type of shit. But it seems like one of the things that bother people the most, unfortunately, is that they alluded to some sort of homosexual relationship between the symbiote and Eddie Brock. What? Yeah. I didn't hear about this. So I will, uh, I'm going to read the, the back part of this article anyway. Um, so to speak. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and it was uh, Venom number 11 went on sale. Venom number 11 <laughs> went, on, uh, went on sale this week. Uh, Makes some major changes to the lethal protector status quo. Dylan, the young boy who Eddie Brock recently discovered is his half-brother. Dylan! <laughs> was revealed to be his actual son. Eddie also learned the Venom symbiote has been altering his memories for years, resulting in his sister and uncle, who he believed had cancer not being real, along with Eddie's own cancer. After the box office success of Sony's Venom starring Tom Hardy, some fans have taken exception to Kate's run on the Venom comic with Kate's references to shipping it appears the fans who are lobbying the threats are in favor of, are in favor of a romantic relationship between Eddie and the symbiote, which fans ran with on social media following the film's release. So it actually might be the opposite of what the stereotype would suggest necessarily. Donnie Cates did tweet, just saw that I received multiple death injury threats over Venom number 11. Some people get them, some people hit them. So a few things. I'm not changing my plan for these characters. Threatening my life or injury to me is not the way to champion your cause. Uh, shipping and f- shipping is fine, but this is insane, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So um, it's just unfortunate. Like, like I use this Hydra cap as like my, my benchmark now. Like, um, just wait, wait till the smoke clears. Like before, right. you know what I mean. And even yeah. if and if it doesn't go wrong, then just acknowledge that it's not for you. And it's you know, I think it's so hard for people to say, "I just don't like that." Yeah. They, they have to have such a. I mean, and I'm that way. I'm like, no, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. People just have they have to have such a strong opinion about everything. Just don't. Just just, just don't move, move the fuck <laughs> on. Nah, I don't like it. Move on. Uh, not much for the big for the big. Uh, the big three, as it were, but that's it. We do have a question uh, that we got. I do. I do want to bring something up real quick. So okay. I, I sent you this earlier. Um, so GTP, it's Galactic Trading Post, made a, it's a company that made a product called Space Walls. So Space Walls are basically like Death Star walls. They, they sold them for six inch figures, like to go with the Star Wars Black Series, and they've actually done. I don't know. If they've actually ever come out, but they did three and three quarter and 12, uh, 12 inch ones as well. This was just an independent company doing this. Um, it kind of got, you know, everybody was using these these walls. I had a set, actually, Bobby has them now. Uh, all of a sudden, they're an official product of Star Wars. I thought that was a very interesting. It's awesome. Yeah. Like, it's. Because uh, it, I think it's just, it was just like a, a couple dudes doing it in and, Utah. And originally. it shows the proper business mindset of Star Wars. Yeah. You know, exactly. where they look at a third party mm-hmm. and they say, if you can't beat them, join them. Yeah, because I don't, I don't know. I know that companies had some, they've had some problems with production, like getting stuff out right. in a timely manner. And you know, I know they had a bad batch of them at one point in time. But it'd be interesting to see how that how that plays out. I just, I, I tried to kind of rag my brain at can I think of any other time where this has happened where you had a a third party company making something and it's not like they're making you know they're not making Boba Fett figures that oh these are right. they're they're making an adjacent product right. 
um, that just they, they co-signed it and brought it on board. But I mean, I, and I think we're starting to see Hasbro branch out a little bit more, like um, you know, like the three A and Prime One and uh, PCS has their license now, um, which is like pop culture statues or something. P- PSC pop. Some shit, but they're doing like seeker molds and shit, oh, okay. like um, statues. They're yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and uh, Imaginarium Arts and Prime One XM, I think, has Prime. Like, I think they're starting Flame Toys, mm-hmm. they're starting to all give non-transformable, all non transformable, yeah. but they're they're starting to give a little. None of this shit was here five years ago, no, it wasn't. But I think part of the reason we're getting that is in. Them seeing the adult collectible market because of third party, I agree. and them saying, "Well, well we're going to get some of that money one way or another." I agree. And then they bring out these super high end collectibles, and they have great business models mm-hmm. that some of which they're sharing licenses with. Like you know, like they're the, the business model that they refuse to ad- adopt is the same one they're using for their own business in regards to Marvel and Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know, like they yeah. just like they know it's successful, but they just don't want to give up their 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 precious. Yeah, you know, and. The, the truth is, is that their precious isn't as precious as they may seem. Like, TFCon is the biggest Transformers convention in the West, mm-hmm. and it's a couple thousand people. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, bot, it, I don't know that it was BotCon that much bigger the last couple they did. Uh, well, I only went to one, but yeah. no, I, I mean, think it was comparable. I went to two. One was like, gosh, 2003 maybe. It was in Fort Wayne, Indiana. It was tiny. And then the, the next one I went to was in Lexington, Kentucky. And it was uh, it was the year before the uh, first Bay movie came out. Uh, there was a little <laughs> bit more of a buzz in the room for that. but Yeah, mine was the year that the Bayverse movie came out. But right? I, I don't remember them being any bigger than the, the TFCon. No, I would say it's definitely like, like comparable. The, the DC, the rest in TFCon was by far bigger in uh, attendance than the yeah. last BotCon. Yeah, yeah, mine too. But like... I don't. I think Transformers is a very small but very dedicated fan base, mm-hmm. and I think that I think Planet Express might disagree with you, but you might be right. <laughs> you might be right, but I think that their uh, Planet Steel Express, excuse me, their lack of, uh, or maybe just their oversight is that they can't see that other, you know, other people creating their product only makes them better, you know, right. and. Uh, Star Wars does it, DC does it, Marvel does it, every big franchise does it. Yep. And either A, they don't believe enough in their product, or B, they're scared to not be making the best right. product. Well, I mean, there's two ways to look at that. One, you know, it's your baby. You don't want to let it go, but the other side of it is you're still going to get paid. Right. You know, it's like there's two ways you can do custom T-shirts. You can, you know, sell the shirts, order them, have them come to your house and then ship them out, or you can... Put them on a website that does all that for you, and just make the money on each T-shirt. Why do it's you give a shit? Thing. Um, if it fails, honestly, you know, honestly, it doesn't. Yeah, uh, like, you're going to get paid either way. I'm, I'm sure that not every person that's ever had that license has been successful. I'm sure that someone somewhere did a fucking batch of fucking blankets for a kid's bedspread, I mean, and you, it didn't fucking work. You can go to any Walmart or Target at any given time, and there's something Transformers probably on clearance. Right. I mean, do you think of the battle bots are gonna? Not be on clearance soon, but I don't think it. Just, I don't think that that necessarily is indicative of the brand failing. It's no, just it's you're not. not. You're not speaking to your your bread and butter. I think. I mean, nobody bats a thousand, right? So, I don't uh, know. Shout out to uh, to Chan, by the way, for bringing that information about the space walls too. To yeah, shout attention. out to and shout out to GTP. I mean, for yeah. that's fucking big, dude. That's <clears throat> fucking good for them. Yep. 
Um, we did get at least one question, and I got to double check that we didn't get more. But this is from Jason, and he said, "What is the most ridiculous looking design villain in any media that is so stupid looking, despite good writing or story, that you just can't take seriously? It never works for you and ruins it for you. Keep up the good work, guys." So when this question was asked to me, the very first thing I thought of was Stiltman, which I think is the goofiest looking villain ever created. I'm not even familiar with who that is. Guess what company he's part of? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> from the people that brought you Calendar Man? No. No? No, Marvel. He's really? Marvel. Yeah. I don't think Marvel has... I, I, th- I think Marvel has stupid fucking villains for the most part. I think that, that when, when you have a good Marvel villain, it's more of a shocker. So so let's let's think this through. Shocker. Shocker. I didn't mean that that way. So Doctor Doom. Is Great. Good? Kingpin. Good. Good. Who else do you... Who is... Uh, Magneto. Magneto. Is, Magneto is their best villain. Apocalypse. Fine. Fine. Like I think Sabretooth? that Sabretooth is a good villain. I, th- I, sh- I think I think Apocalypse is a good villain too. It's just that like I think they've made a lot of wrong Galactus. turns with him. Uh, Galactus is fine. Yeah. Like, but like a lot of that shit. Like y- when you compare Rose Galleries, it's just. Oh, it's it's night and day. It's I night mean, and day, and and like I mean, we, we you know we have this conversation all the time. The best Marvel books are when Marvel characters fight other good Marvel characters. You're right. Yeah, the Civil Wars and yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, like uh, even the like the movies. You know, like the the best ones are always when they're fighting each other. Yeah, um, Winter Soldier. You know, like I just don't think they have a strong Rose Gallery, but Stiltman was the one that came to mind. <laughs> um, and DC has a, a bunch of stupid looking villains too, but uh, I don't think that any of I, I'm, I was trying to think if any of them are so bad because like you know, this kind of came up earlier, but like one villain that like I feel like I should like more than I actually do is Poison Ivy. Yeah, you don't like Poison Ivy. I don't much? dislike her. I just don't give a shit. Like whenever she's in a book, like she's not a draw for me. Okay, Fair you know enough. that would be the best way to describe it. Like Joker's a draw for me. Yeah, Penguin's a draw for me. Um, Riddler's a draw for me. Like a lot of his villains are draws, but mm-hmm. that one is not. Yeah. It's just like you don't find her threatening at all. Is that maybe part of it? Like you don't um, see the potential for her to cause any. I think this might ruckus. be. Ter- I, I think this might be terrible and maybe even racist. It's it's the green skin. I don't get it. I don't understand it, and I don't like. I th- I think that like no matter how sexy she is. I never find her sexy because she's like a plant person. And, <laughs> okay. like, you know, like. You don't want to see what one of them vines can do? I don't know if they've explored her psychologically enough. Where, like, because, like, when I was talking to Chan, she made a great point about, like, this, like, you know, this poisonous character that, yeah. that also creates life. Um, and there is something really compelling about that. And there is something, like, the dichotomy of that that's fucking awesome. But, like, I don't feel like that. I feel like Chan is more talented for being able to see that in that character. Yeah. Than the writers are when they touch that character. Is I've never read a book that was focused on her. I, I've read a lot of books where she is a character, or it's a rogues gallery kind of mm-hmm. story. Where oh, there's to, Poison Ivy. To be fair, that's mostly mine too. But yeah. even even when that is the case, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, how many pages is she going to be on this fucking thing before we get back to the real deal? Right, right, right. I read. Uh, I can't remember. Uh, it, it was, she she would played a pivotal role in something I've read recently, and um, what. I can't remember what it was, but but it was I, I didn't. I have to give one disclaimer: like, Arkham okay. Asylum. I find her sexy. The Even, games, yeah, no, th- that one specifically okay, with just game. the red shirt. And the, I think I'm gonna buy those games and play them. I've great. never played them. What? I don't. Have, I don't. I, I've never had. A, I have an assistant to play them. We, oh and we have God. a people Mason at the PS4. Do it. Yeah, I need to do that. Um, I think that. Uh, there, I think that maybe I don't find plants threatening. Like no matter what they're doing, like I just don't. 
You never had nightmares about Little Shop of Horrors? I'm just like, drop it off at my house. My wife will kill it in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't had a plant live longer than two weeks. I will kill it 100%. Kill it dead. His plants sing songs of, of the great murderer that is my wife when it comes to plant life. <laughs> um, oh, that's good stuff. So, I don't know. I, I just... She, she she is a turn off more often than not, unfortunately. Uh, like I have that one, but that's her. That's the Arkham one. Oh, that is the okay. I didn't. I, yep. I was. I've been eyeballing it. So he's got the with the, the play arts. The play arts. The yep. green with the, the red, old yeah. school scale. Yeah, the little scale. But that's the only one I have. Like there's a. Uh, I think there's a prime uh, XM Studios uh, poison ivy statue. One, yep. one quarter. Yeah, we looked has, at it. Oh. She has the mask. I believe we looked at um, that on Enter the Realm. There's like two different looks. One is like a like a, a Japanese look with like her hair is in a bun and she's in like a little kimono almost. Maybe I haven't seen that then. I don't know. And then the other one is like she's got an umbrella over her shoulder and she's she has like this like one of those like French play like drama masks in her okay. hand. And that's fucking like that's awesome and it speaks to me on some level. But I, like I just can't justify it because I'm like I really don't care about this character. Right. Um. <laughs> Animated series episodes with her in it. I'm not really interested unless it's with her and Harley. Right. Um. Yeah. I mean, Catwoman was a draw. Like, but the, but the yeah. You know, she's just like the only. I I think I'm also annoyed because I think she's supposed to be sexy and I don't get it. It's like the beach. Like I I, I know that I'm supposed <laughs> to enjoy the beach, but I don't, and it makes me more irritated about the beach. I don't. Uh, I. If we go on a beach vacation, I don't need to be there more than two days. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to go to the beach for more than two days. I'm ha- like I'm happy going to the beach for like a week, but I don't need to go to the beach for for any more than twenty minutes. Yeah, max a yeah. day. And, you, don't, and, you don't need to go seven hours. And I want to do something during that twenty minutes, like walk the beach or build a castle right. or you know I don't want to just go and sit, have a sit, sit and read a good book. It drives me nuts. Yeah, um, with your floppy hat on. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Any villains that stick out to you? Is no, like nothing really. I mean, Mysterio's fucking stupid. Yeah, I mean, but I can't think of anything that just takes me out of uh, takes me out of it. I mean, if you really think about some of the, actually, most Spider Man villains are goofy as fuck. They're all animals. Craven, yeah, Craven's yeah. pretty goofy. Um, I mean, uh, nothing's nothing's turned me off. I mean, honestly, like what comes to mind is G two Megatron. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. Um, but I, I can't really think of anything that's just completely uh, completely taking me out of it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we ever answered this. Um, so what's up? This is from Mervin. He said, "What's up, NRR crew? Great show as always. Great choice adding Pinkerton to the show. Hey yo, enjoy the last episode. Always great to hear you guys giving advice, even when it's one of our own, like Joe. The majority of you read the War of Jokes and Riddles story arc, and you are currently yeah. reading the Bane story arc and Batman." If if you are currently reading the Bane story arc in Batman, I've noticed the rise of C and D list villains like Clock King, Firefly, the KG Beast, Kite Man, which was awesome. How he was the key in Jokes and Riddles. My question for the crew is: Who's your favorite non Rogues Gallery villain? <laughs> if you have one, would you like to see more lower level villains in comics? My personal non Rogues villain is Killer Moth and Condiment King. I look forward to hearing your responses. Keep up the great work. I actually, have a decent answer for this. It's it's the, the Mad Hatter. And the reason why is there's literally no telling what that guy is going to do. I mean, he's, he's almost like the Joker turned to 11, in my opinion, from what I've read. So to me, he is like this mid-grade. Like, cause my, mid-grade. Well, because like, I don't know. Like, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't consider him to be like a top-tier Batman villain. Right. But he's not Condiment King. 
because <laughs> I don't even know who the fuck that is. <laughs> um, but uh, like the one that springs to mind, like I really like the ventriloquist. I'm not familiar with him. Uh, he has like a little wooden dummy that he oh, sits no, 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 in, no, in the wooden you, dummy yeah. Scarface. Um, uh, I, do, I do, I do remember seeing that. I think in that uh, Tim Sale run, he was in that. Yeah, and he's also like he's he was in the animated series and you know all that kind of stuff. But he's he's just um, he's a fucking loon, you know. And I, right. I, I, like the, I think the crazier the villain, the more I'm attracted to it when it comes to Batman specifically. Oh, absolutely, because he's so it, it's a, it's the opposite. Yeah, and yet the same, right? <laughs> you know, like um, but it is that it's a chaos to order, but they're sure. both equally crazy, right? Um. But yeah, so that, that 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 one comes to mind immediately. That's and I I like. I mean, we he's a joke now on the show, but I like the Calendar Man. Like, and I I, I like him especially in um, Long Halloween. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I I mentioned on here. I've recently read that, and and it was very interesting the way that I I had only heard of his character kind of as as a joke. It's a it is a kind of a goofy. I mean, he doesn't yeah. have any powers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, no, no. He just I'm going to do things on special days. <laughs> It's like your kids. It's the hundredth day of school. Yeah, you know. It's like me cooking. Um, but, but unfortunately, because I actually enjoy cooking, we got one from uh, Sam. He said, "What is your personal golden age of comics? Can be in your lifetime or from before your time. Maybe list the time span or some titles that stuck out." For me, Image could no, do no wrong from 2013 to 2018. Would love to hear your thoughts, uh, Sam. I think that you're um, which which Sam is this? By the Sam way? Mead. Okay, Sam. I think that you're very much in good company when you make that image comic. I think a lot of people would agree with you that they've been the most consistent comic creators uh, for the last decade. I think that what's interesting about Image in that regard is that their general philosophy is just if you make it and we like it, we'll put it out. Right. I you mean, know? that is literally how that company started. Yeah, right. Yeah. So. A quick question about Image. Are any of the, the guys that started Image involved in it at all anymore? Todd. Todd? Uh, Liefeld is not. Jim Lee runs DC. Right. Uh, Silvestri, Top Cow's its own thing. Yeah. And, but, um, but Top Cow might still be distributed through distributed. Image. What about, um? Sa- I know Savage Dragon's over, but was that was that on Image all the yeah, way through? Yeah, and I think that's still Image. Uh, that the book's ended. So. But all those big, like, tights and flights shit with Image is dead because right. all that other Image shit popped. Like, you know, yeah. Walking Dead Walking and dead. Saga. And you know, like the um, I got some, I got some image books. What do I got? Outcast, fucking mm-hmm. has a fucking Showtime show and all that shit. Like it's uh, in um, Paper Girls. What do I have down here? I, I have Deadly Class here that I haven't read, but I, I'm looking forward to getting into that. So, like, I have a bunch. What else do I have? Let me just go through it. Men of Wrath, Kings, uh, uh, what is it? I Kill Giants, all. All image books that I'm on my to read list. Nice. Um, yeah, but I guess my favorite era is probably uh, the DC era from uh, ever, like the the five years before New Fifty Two. Okay, like New Fifty Two was, I think. I, I sucks Adam isn't here because we we had a brief conversation about New Fifty Two earlier this week on the phone, but like. <laughs> The major problem with New 52 was that it was a reboot, mm-hmm. mostly. <laughs> mostly. They basically said, we're rebooting except for Batman and Green Lantern because they're selling the shit out of Batman and Green Lantern books. So 
But within Batman, they're going to reboot a couple things here and there. And with, so it just got too murky and it, it became impossible for a guy like me and an old dinosaur to kind of stay on top of what everything meant to one another. But like that run where you had, um, you know, Jeff Johns on Green Lantern, he was also touching Flash, um, like, you know, all that shit leading up. I guess when Grant Morrison got involved and Grant Morrison, the shit out of it. And then it turned to new 52. That's when I began to lose to lose interest. Yeah. And, um, just, and, and, and honestly, I can't even say that that stuff is bad. I, j- I just, I didn't understand it. You couldn't wrap your head around it. Yeah. Cause it was, it, it was so different from what you knew. All the stuff that like their big events during that era mm-hmm. are still some of the greatest stories to me that like I, I tell people about identity crisis, infinite crisis. Um, That's, I mean, the ones I've read of that are really good. Yeah. Uh, blackest night, um, flashpoint, like, those stories are fucking phenomenal, and it was all during that era. And yeah. I, and Jeff Johns had a lot to do with it, but then somehow it just ended up going so far left. But that is probably I, I was the most ravenous for yeah. for comics. And, and uh, to be fair, a lot of stuff was coming out quality wise under Marvel at the time too. There was this renaissance of writing. It was like when writing really came back to the forefront as like a major thing. Like Civil War kind of came out during that era. Um, uh, House of M kind of came out during that era. Yeah, and, excellent book. Like, correct. And, and like, so it was just this, like, I don't know. This, that, I mean, the Un- Uncanny X-Force book? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and that's out of print. Did you know that? I did not. It'll come back. Yeah. They always do. Because I, 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 I should have sold that fucking Infinite Crisis for fucking $900. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. For me, it would be, so probably, I, I really got heavy in the comics when I was in high school. It was right before... Right before Image popped off, mm-hmm. I really got heavy in the comics. So, um, so we're thinking of talking about like ninety one to ninety five, probably. I graduated ninety four, so right around there. Um, That's same, same for me, right? So, so you know, I, I've talked about this, and, and this was a little bit before then, but you know, Jim Lee's run on the Punisher War Journal mm-hmm. really, really pulled me into comics. Um, you know, and, and, and his work on the X Men books, um, and Liefeld's Liefeld's New Mutant stuff, I really enjoyed that. Uh, and some of the the new mutants before that, but something else that I really enjoyed around that time was what Dark Horse did with the aliens, Predator, and Terminator. In RoboCop, he was often thrown in the mix too. I, I didn't say RoboCop, but <laughs> uh, it was it was it was cool that they took. I guess it was it was it may have been like maybe the kind of the first ones to take a movie franchise and completely flesh out some stuff. Yeah, and they did to, Aliens versus Predator to turn it into a universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was some really cool shit. They had some That's cool like, Aliens books. I love Dark Horse's Star Wars run. Like, I don't love everything. Just I had honestly, I I know that exists, and I just totally just blanked out that that didn't even happened. Yeah. I ne- I've never read any of it. Oh, dude, I know some it's of good it is, stuff. Some of it is phenomenal. Um, especially like uh, the Clone Wars stuff that they did. Like, really, Do you have that. Mm-hmm. Got them all right there. the the white The white tops and white bottoms, so to speak, with the okay. the the. Uh, I I read this interview with George Lucas, uh, or it was like some George Lucas advisor or one of his like one, one of the people that walked around in purple cloaks, <laughs> right? Um, and he was saying how like George's view of the Clone War was to tell the story to lead up to the Clone War, not tell the Clone War and then tell the story how the Clone War ends, which he basically did. But um, that the the two, the three years between films, the all the EU stuff would come out and tell the Clone Wars story, 
and it would take the three years to tell it so that you basically lived through the Clone Wars for three yeah. years. was like his, Through the comics. Yeah, through the comics and the novels and the video games or whatever. Like, right. Because like, uh, there was a video game about the... There was a video game about it. Hmm. Um, so all this other media would come out that you would consume... And it was almost like the like it's almost like you'd be exhausted by the Clone Wars, just like these characters yeah. would be exhausted by the Clone Wars when it came back. And I don't think that was successful, but I think it's interesting. Sure, yeah. Um, and uh, the comics, the the Dark Horse ones that cover that were fucking fantastic. And some of the other stuff they did too was pretty cool. <laughs> um, but like I, I like a lot of that stuff. I liked um, it, like when I think back, I like the that era that brought me in, same as you, like the Claremont on X Men era, right? Like a lot of those stories are still classic stories; are still the same ones that are retold, and it's because they're really good. However, the comics are not as sophisticated anymore, right? So when you go back and read it, the heart of the story, the actual story that's being told, is good. The dialogue's a little wonky, the narrative's a little wonky, but like um, you know, the art isn't up to par, right? You know, but but the story's still there. But I don't enjoy reading that shit the same way. Like I, I almost feel like, you know, Claremont could tell the story of whatever, and then uh, Geonosis, you know, mm-hmm. and and then not Geonosis, <laughs> just Genosha, Genosha, same <laughs> Clone Wars. Like I got Clone Wars on the brain, tomato, That's tomato, how I, it's a rotten tomato, rotten tomato, right? Um, <coughs> and uh, like the Extinction Agenda was like a big Claremont book that covered Genosha, and it's a great story. But reading it now, it's it's a little unsophisticated yeah. for what my mind is used to when, when approaching comics. But I can go back and watch the cartoon series about Genosha and enjoy it just as much because this, the story is still equally as good and it's told a little bit – sophisticated isn't the right word, but it's – That's a better narrative. It, it's, it's, yeah, it's just a better done um, – it's a better way to, to – time is more fun, is more kind to it. Well, yeah, that's fair. That's a fair way to put that. Um, but, uh, so I, I, while I love that stuff and that's what brought me in, I can't, I can't put it in my golden era, uh, because I can't go back to it the same way. Whereas when I go back to Blackest Night, when I go back to Flashpoint, when I go back to Infinite Crisis, when I go back to Identity Crisis, it still feels great. When I go back to Batman War Drums and all that shit, like it still feels very good. Cataclysm, No Man's Land, all that stuff still feels, um, up to date. How, how, I mean, uh, with the intake you have of, of, I mean, you just named that stack that you have over there and you, you know, you've got one of, that Hellboy book of mine that you'll probably never read. Nope, nope, nope. It's, it's all, it's all the to do list and Hellboy is over here. Right there. No, I know it is. I'm just, <laughs> it probably gets shuffled to the bottom. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I got two of Joe's I haven't read for like years. Do you, how often do you come back here and it's like, I want to read this and pull something and take it upstairs or wherever you sit? Um, it's rare to reread. Mm-hmm. It's rare. It, it happens. It does happen. Like I'm, I might get to reread one or two books a year. Yeah. Uh, but I haven't reread anything in a while, mainly because I'm holding on to some of Joe's shit, and I feel <laughs> fucking guilty. Yeah. For for holding on to it. Um, I've still got Adam's uh, Kingdom Come book, by the way. Yeah. That, I mean, like that. That that was during that era, mm-hmm. and it that, that fucking thing is. Did you read it yet? Uh, uh-uh. it's on my nightstand. It's on. It's it's in my pile. Like. That thing is cinematic as fuck. Yeah. I I started it. I got it out to read and something happened and I put it down and just hadn't gotten back to it. One of my favorite moments in that book, not, that's not a spoilery moment, but uh, this person is trying to learn about what, you know, what happened to the heroes of old in this new time. And it's like, well, Superman retired and he moved out to a farm and, you know, um, Green Lantern just sort of sits in this observation tower 
you know, over top of the earth and just watches and, you know, this one does that one and this one does that one. He's like, what about the, the, the Gothamite? The, and he's like, oh, his city's fine. <laughs> and like it, it flashes to Gotham and there's like these giant bat robots that like patrol the streets. And, really? he's, and he's like all broken in his cave, like has like a I neck collar I might on read him. that tonight. Dude, it's fucking we amazing. Um, I will say that one of the Achilles heel of DC is that um, a lot of it stands on its own mythology. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't, make, that doesn't mean that it, it takes away from the story, but it, I think it can take away from the power. So, like, when you turn a page and you know the mythology a little bit because you've kind of danced your way around it, you're like, oh, shit. Whereas, if you don't know the mythology, you might just scroll to him and be like, oh, that's cool, too. Right. And keep it moving. Right. Um, and I think that's I think that's it. No Paul C. question this week. I did talk to Paul earlier today because I needed some help from the communities today. Uh-oh. And I reached out. <clears throat> I got a sit-down Saturday coming, hopefully, this week. Uh, where I'm gonna I'm gonna get the tinfoil hat out. Oh boy! I think. Yeah, I, it's, it's, it's something that I, I like. It's one of those things. Like I'm kind of hesitant to do sit down Saturdays when I can't. Like I, I don't need to be able to prove it, mm-hmm. right? Like the whole thing I did with Papa Toys and all that yeah. shit. I couldn't prove it, but I know it's fucking true. Sure, you, you know, and I, I can I can give you enough evidence for you for any. I think, in my opinion, any reasonable person to see that I'm I know what the fuck I'm talking about here. That I'm not right. I'm not crazy. <clears throat> and I, that's the way I prefer to do business. Like when I did that that one sit down Saturday about that um that Gundam <laughs> KO company that I'm pretty yeah. sure had their fingers in some transformers. Yeah, and, I had heard that as well. So couldn't prove it, but I'm like I can I can give you enough evidence. This one I'm not sure if I can give enough evidence. <laughs> but, is this something Robert brought up on uh, Shattercast this past week? I don't know. Okay, about about a little something. Uh, it's not Mech Fans Toys or any okay. of that, but but yeah, they, they are. It is Legends based. Um, Interesting. Well, I'm interested to hear that because that is literally the only Transformers line I have any interest in. Yeah, I'm. Um, and and I can't prove this. And my thing is with my concern with this one is that I can't even give enough evidence where a reasonable person can see that I know what I'm talking about. Slippery slope. Yeah, this one is a lot of gut. My gut is telling me. Well, I feel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And my, my gut is telling me, and I have a little bit of evidence, but I don't have it all. So it's one of those things where I might be, you know, I might be uh, crazy today and fucking an idiot tomorrow, or I might be crazy today and a prophet tomorrow. That that is that is the path. <laughs> you know? I think there's lots of books written about people like that. So we'll see. I'm excited to do it, but I just don't know if I um I, I, I got to look at. Uh, sorry, Robert reached out for. I wanted pictures of uh, some very specific box art. Oh, and okay. Instructions mm. and sort of the details. I think the devil is in the details. It always is on this one. It always is. But I'm excited to do it. So hopefully it'll be good. Oh, Patreon has gotten a ton of content. Uh, I think since the last time we spoke, today is the only day that didn't get something posted. There's been something every day. Wow. Um, so thank you to all the Patreon supporters. Uh, I hope that uh, I hope that you are happy and satisfied. Nobody's really dropping off, so I'm just taking that as good news. And I have got a, a little bit of positive feedback here and there. Um, it is a double-edged sword in some ways because... You said it right. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. It is a double-edged sword in some ways because, uh, like, I reviewed the SH Figuarts Obi-Wan figure, uh, Revenge, Revenge well, of the On Sith. Patreon? hmm And 
With his red boots. Yeah, yeah, they're great, by the way. And, and people were saying, like, you know what? Not people, but I, I got a, I got a little, people. a little, a little birdie here people. and a little birdie there, saying like, you know, now we got to pay for this or or whatever. And it's like, look, it's I really enjoyed doing that review for one, right? Because uh, I haven't done one in so long. Well, and, because you don't get the traction on your channel. Yeah, and, and like the thing is, it's just hard with everything that I've going on. It's really the sit down Saturday stuff, the the four dummy stuff, the if it teases the core stuff, the stuff that people tend to like the most. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also the most time consuming. So it's hard for me to justify to my family and to my other responsibilities um, that look, I need to take another three hours to get this done. It's only going to get 465 views. Um, and it's and, and it's going to bring back to the table for us a, a, a lump sum of 38 cents. Right. Um, it's hard to justify that. Whereas on the Patreon platform, I feel like those are people that really want to know some more shit. Or, sure. You know, so, like, I, I'm, it's, it's, like, gratifying. You know, it, it really is. It's, like, um, it's, like, it's, like, I'm, it's, it's the difference, I think, between performing in front of an audience of five mm-hmm. that really want to see you as opposed to opening up for an audience of 2,000 where nobody wants to see you. Yeah, and, I, and I've I've started creating content here in the past month or so. That's right. And I give you kudos for for what you're doing. I mean, I, shout out to, to Dan. He's he's doing the editing. I, the, the one that went up today, I actually tried to edit it last night. I'm like, it was awful. I'm like, can you do this? He's like, yes, yeah, send it over. Yeah. So he knocked it out, but uh, and he did a much better job than I did because he he it was for that uh, Mezco uh, Jason, so he cut in some video game footage and screams and stuff. So you know I don't have the capacity to do that. And all that's just so. a ton of work. Oh, it is, it is. So you know I'm, I'm grateful. Uh, I'm grateful for his skill set and and yours is uh you know you <laughs> you've got this down pat. I'll just say that. Yeah, I mean like it's it's always a work in progress, but like I I know I know. Uh, I know what I'm doing when I'm doing my regular shit, and when I'm not doing my regular shit, I know I know how to do just enough to stay out of trouble. Yeah, like, you know. So like, no, you learn tip uh, some tricks, you know. Yeah, and continue to yeah. and continue to. Uh, like, you know, these four dummies episodes, and, and specifically the uh, the Patreon people get to know because I do the uncut versions on Patreon. But like the editing black magic that I'm able to do on that shit audio wise where I make this conversation seamless even though these two points might have been 15 minutes apart with yeah. Robert D foolishness mm-hmm. if it's it's one of the few times where I was like fuck I've impressed myself right <laughs> you know exactly. like, like, yeah um and and it's 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 you know but it, and even that stuff like the more I do it the the quicker it becomes sure. but but um uh like uh, what did I just do? Like that fucking uh, the prime versus the prime. Mm-hmm. I, that, that fucking thing took me nine hours. Holy shit! You know, and and from beginning to end, and it's I did it over the course of two days, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I can't. I like when I'm doing that sort of stuff, which I wasn't doing before. It's just it's very hard for me to justify taking another three hours. You know. Yep. No, I get it. Um. Shout out, so shout out to all the Patreon folks. It is very much appreciated. And um, we should be getting new mics next month. Beginning of next, top of next month. I'm so excited about that. Yeah. Because I have to chase my... And mic stands. Find my spot as well. here. Uh, shout out to Philip, whether they be Maryland or black. Shout out to Raul on Instagram. 
Shout out to Adam. Of course, he had to leave, unfortunately, today. Joe KW, who I think is going to be here for the next two shows, but I think they're also on Thursdays, so um, the show might be a little late. And, of course, Dante Destroyer, who I tried to to have come out here today, but he was in therapy, and it's probably more important than he does that. Um, and, of course, shout out to... Just to, air it out. Yeah, and if, well, he, he talks about it. So. And, of course, uh, shout out to Manny, because uh, he's been helping me out behind the scenes as well. And shout out to the Cool Table, uh, Shattercast Uncut. I will not be on that episode this week as a spoiler. Enter the Realm, Beer and Bolters, 30K, Plastic Fanatics. I still haven't heard anything, so I don't know. And uh, Toy Detox and Stasis Lock, Breaking the Mold, Fresh Communications, Building Up to It, and Verbally Challenged. And uh, I think that's it. That's it. (laughs) All right. What do we do? We don't have we can't we don't have a lead off. I'll just say tasty taint. Tight dick player. <laughs>